And he replied to him and was like, oh, I saw your guys' videos. Let me put you in as a bonus mention. So we're like in, we're in the description of this video called like Fridays with PewDiePie. I think it's called Wall Twerk. Because we went straight after the MCC event, the first photo we ever took after signing our marriage documents, I'm actually in my Purple Pandas esports shirt. I actually made a video called like what it's like training with Techno Dream and Wilbur. And it was just us messing around on the practice server back in the day. Which brings us to the question, you know, when are we letting the speedrunners into MCC, huh? That's yeah. what I, I want to know. Depends on how give us fine. Give us curry, bro. <laughs> give us give us the speedrunners bro let us let them have it let them have it yeah i just got a, i got a dm and it was like here's the ip <laughs> welcome to the dream smb log in when you want and i was like oh mad i am still losing sleep over the fact i got to the final room first and there was no doors all right lads welcome back to inside mc the part of podcast where i sit down with a very special guest every single week and this week i'm joined by somebody who i invited on the podcast back in may back in may last year technically i guess and someone who i've wanted on for an absolute very long time i am joined with the goat cpk Woo! heck yeah all right i love i love that i love hearing people like introduce me or saying things about me it's well fun <laughs> as long as it's positive surely right oh yeah i mean yeah <laughs> i mean what else would people have to say really i mean come on exactly there's nothing negative that you can say about you <laughs> how are you today uh very good very good you are it's uh it's fun fun timing for me we're just uh, having a, a quick little chat about how i'm in between streams which is fun so yep. long day for me today but no this is the best day to do it i'm on i'm switched on i'm ready and this will maybe give me a little bit of joy as uh, Man United probably get beat by Wigan in about an hour. So, lovely. <laughs> yeah. And for context, we are recording this exactly 32 minutes before that game starts. So it's, <laughs> it's going to be interesting to see how it goes. Uh, People are going to be 45 minutes in being like, he's watching it. I know he's watching it. <laughs> I mean, I've told you already, if you want to watch the game, like, feel free to do so. Even if they score and you react, I'm happy for you to. So. <laughs> You're just going to hear me getting more sad. <laughs> okay, maybe don't watch it then. We don't... <laughs> People think it's the podcast, not the game that's making you sad. Yeah, true. <laughs> Uh, we're both drinking as well in in common CPK fashion. Yes, sir. So, you know, I feel I like in, in not in like a parasocial way, but I feel like we're quite like not got a lot in common. Well, yes, yeah, I can say that, can't I? Without sounding weird, we've got a lot in common. Like no, we have, we have got a lot in common. You know, we we love like a little we love a little bev. We've we've got we're both interested in tattoos. Yeah, you know, exactly. There's, there's some common ground. There's some common ground. I think that's what's going to make this podcast so easy is because you know we just it's just like a little chat in it. <laughs> on the same terms, except for you're you're the go, and I'm I'm building my goat status. I guess you can. Nah, bro, you're already the goat. I mean, if it if it came down to a consistent Minecraft podcast, mate, you're outgoating me. <laughs> yeah, true. We are going to talk about the all things MCC podcast. Don't think you dodged the bullet there. We are oh, it. Ah, <laughs> oh, this is going to be a good podcast. I can feel it. So yeah, what what, what are you drinking, CPK? What are you drinking for this podcast? Um, uh, just just in case anyone does hear this, I am actually on the I'm on the Heineken just because it's a nice easy drink to get. But um, you know, other drinks are available. It's not sponsored uh, unless someone <laughs> hears this and uh, and wants to. Yeah. And, I mean, uh, I'm interested. I'm interested. Go ahead. I mean, CPK, you know, I, I mean, even myself, if you want, I'm currently drinking moonshine out of a Bailey's glass. So, you know, if you now want that to is a, as well. <laughs> that's a sentence, bro. Like, I've gone, I'm having a Heineken. And you've gone, I'm having moonshine from a Bailey's glass. Like, that's, that's a one-up if I've ever heard one. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's been a long day. I I, I was working 8 to 5.30. And then, and then I got home. I scuffed down my dinner, wrote down, like, notes for the podcast. And now we're recording so you know it, it, it's deserved i think it's deserved <laughs> so. exactly life comes at you fast <laughs> exactly with you though cpk i always like to give the intro for you to kind of introduce who you are you know for viewers either i introduce you in the best way possible or 
or probably not the best way possible. So this is your your ground to make up for it or cement it. There we go. Who are you? All right. What do you do? Maybe even a fun fact. It's clearly your choice. Oh god. All right. Lovely. All right. Well, uh, I'm CPK or Callum. Um, I've been a full time content creator for nearly ten years. Um, my full time, I mean, literally quit my job, and this was my job. I used to sell mobile phone contracts, and now I play video games. I've always played games, uh, and I did this for three years uh, alongside like working and going to college um, and all that stuff. Uh, and then I got very, very lucky quite a few times. And uh, now it's my job and it's super fun. I love football. I love playing video games. I love streaming. And I think that is about everything I do, pretty much. I think I think you've summed up pretty perfectly. I mean, we've got loads of topics to talk about today anyway. So we are going to dwell into a lot more deeper than just you love video games. But I think, I think that's exactly. a good, good little summary there. So I mean, I think it's good. Everything I just told you, if you want to know more, you're going to find out more in this podcast, right? So easy. Exactly, exactly. So uh, you've been around for a very long time, CPK. Not in like not trying to call you old. Don't worry, I'm sorry. I more no. mean, you know, you've been making, you've been doing content full time for ten years. I count that as a very long time, no matter the age you are. Mm-hmm. And I, was, I mean, I, I think there's there's no other way to to look at it really. I think for myself in in my head, I think I was in like maybe the the second wave of. I mean, people will probably disagree. I think I was in like the second wave of like Minecraft YouTubers to sort of come about. I feel like there was the OG OG wave, of, like yeah, Captain Sparkles, Pizza Hut, those guys, and then I think I was maybe in the you know maybe the the little the little thing after them the little section after them that's how long i've been around captain sparkles was but a boy when i was starting (laughs) it can be a bit hard to kind of categorize it because it can be like how i how i've always categorized the ogs and i could be wrong in thinking this but this is just opinion based is like vic star waffles uh all of those and then you know kind of in the second wave kind of linking to what you said would be like you smajor i don't know the people who in mcc now is like partial second third wave i know it's a bit of a weird take it it only makes sense if it makes sense kind of thing yeah no, I, I agree. Like you said, it is actually, you know, completely opinion based. I mean, it's it's mad. I mean, in my head, when I started like making uh, Minecraft content, I wasn't really like watching a lot of Minecraft content. So like even when I was like sort of making videos every day and it was doing well, like I was just really invested in like the group of people I was with. And the only reason I even watched a lot of other people, like when I bumped into like Pizza Hut back in the day and stuff like that, was that we'd all sort of have different groups in an SMP, but all using like the same mod packs. So yeah. like I'd search up mod packs to see what other people were doing and be like, oh, that's fun. Like maybe I'll try and do something like that. So you know, that's how I knew about like Pizza and stuff from a very long time ago now you interact with them on i wouldn't say a daily basis but at least a monthly basis oh yeah i mean it depends on mcc season as well absolutely mad really is it's just i mean we we were talking a little bit before the podcast i won't get into what we were talking about but we've essentially narrowed it down that it's just crazy how life works right like just yeah things kind of go full circle and you find out stuff about people and you're like oh my god what the heck (laughs) yeah no it is it is mad i mean you know i know there's a lot of conversations about it being like oh small world and then like i mean i feel like the the content space is also quite similar and that like you may never know how connected you are to like other people that are in the same space as you until you like bump into them or you meet them or you play a game with them and they're like wait we have tons in common there's loads happening here so exactly. i mean you know it's like it's like, like i said i started the podcast with having a bit in common is we've interacted i've watched your streams and stuff and i've talked to you on chat but then it's until we actually speak like kind of now as we are then you realize like oh we actually share a lot <laughs> yeah no it is it's, it's it's very cool and this is like one of my favorite things you know about about getting to do what i do like is i feel like i've sort of built a community of people who like you know you'd have to have the same interest 
interest as me, but there's sort of like a shared interest category where I know there's always stuff you can, you know, talk about or chat about and other people are going to relate to that or have like opinion on it and stuff. So it's uh, it's fun. With that though, with you being around for a while, a few years, I say a few years ago, about 10 years ago was when kind of the start of your career happened. When, when was it exactly? Do you remember? Uh, you know what? That's that's gonna be a tough one now. So I mean, I remember no, no, a lot I of things about month. I just mean more so. No, years, no, of course. I mean, I'm pretty sure the year that my stuff started blowing up was like 2015. I think I'm trying to work out my full like timeline now. It's like yeah, I know when I started the channel. Yeah, it's it's, it's mad to think it's been that long. It was definitely around 2015 because you know without boring you with the full story, it's like we. Go ahead, I don't mind. I I started out YouTube like alongside doing other stuff and like started playing. I was a big indie gamer. I play a lot of like indie games. Most of that was due to the fact I was actually. Actually, I was playing on uh, a laptop that I bought from Tesco, which uh, for anyone listening who's not from the UK, that's like a, <laughs> a big supermarket, like a Walmart vibe. So I got a piece, a laptop from there that was absolutely not a gaming laptop. It was just a laptop. And the first like 200, 300 videos on my channel are recorded on this like rickety ass laptop from <laughs> back in the day. But what that meant was like I had terrible internet, a terrible laptop. Recording was impossible. I had to do everything on like the lowest settings available. But Back then, like there was like new Unity games coming out like a hundred a day, and you could just like slam the settings on lowest before you even launched it, which gave me a fighting chance. And then I would record a video for like an hour, and then I'd edit it, and then a render was about eight hours, and an upload was about eight hours, oh, which is horrendous. And like I sometimes go back and I look at my old videos, and I'm like, it is the funniest thing in the world that I've turned this into a job. Like it really is. Like <laughs> I go back and look, and this is why I always tell people, like you know, don't ever think that it can't happen just because your first videos aren't good. Like, you've got so much time to work out what you're actually doing. Like, I was just throwing shit at a wall and seeing what stuck. Like, it was <laughs> crazy. I'd upload, like, one Minecraft video, then it'd be, like, a Slenderman video. And then I'd upload a video being, like, what's your favorite pizza topping? And that was a video in my head. And I'm like, yeah, sick. Like, they're going to love that. Like, there's that meme that's, like, you know, in quotes, and it's like, oh, that's proper sick. I'm going to post that. That's literally what my career was for the first, like, <laughs> two years. When I look back at it, I'm like, what was I actually thinking? But at the same time, it let me, you know, sort of work out what does work what doesn't work and it led me to the the situation where i am today where now i have i mean to be fair i have absolutely no idea how youtube works anymore <laughs> but it gave me you know an outlet to understand content and how to do things and how to create content so even those absolutely awful videos from back in the day are just a massive part of my journey to get to where i am now I always, uh, I always thought this about you as well. Is like, and something I respect is you've always been quite good at hopping on trends, and not hopping on trends in a bad way of just doing it for the sake of it being a trend. But like, you know, looking through your channel, uh, even linking back to the Slenderman game and stuff like that, you were able to make content on what was popular at the time. You was able to execute it well, and I say execute it well in a sense of how you've just described that you used to play on a non-gaming laptop from Tesco, but you were still able to constantly. Uh, wasn't it a time where you was uploading like two videos a day or something? I remember hearing you say on stream one time. Or am I yeah it's something daily or something right so yeah if you i mean obviously it's nearly impossible to go back and and see stuff and like some videos were like literally so bad i was like okay these are getting like <laughs> this is getting like yeeted off the channel and like i look back at some of them now and i'm just like yeah this is like like every video that's left is like a representation where i'm like this is like a funny me learning process of like you know i learned how to do something because of this but it was a time and it was actually i mean it was like a super it's like a super toxic time on youtube to be fair and some people will agree with it some people won't agree with it it all depends on the kind of creator you were at the time 
but something really interesting that happened that like I've spoke about a few times, um, but I feel like, especially since I turned to streaming, I tell the same story so many times because you never know who's watching and like, yeah, loads of people have heard it, but like some people haven't and they're fun stories. Yeah. Years and years and years and years ago, PewDiePie used to do these videos where he would like shout out up and coming creators and you like submit your, you'd submit your video that you wanted him to see and it'd go on like his like forum and then he'd, I mean, I'm assuming he had a team who would flick through them all and they would pick, you know, their, their favorite creators and it used to just be one person that won it and then one year he did he was going to do 10 people and i was like oh me and me and my friend uh edge at the time were like oh we gotta we gotta submit our videos man like let's go this could be it at the same time thinking what you know wild why would he ever see them and uh the video came out and we weren't in it sorry to disappoint anyone who thought it was gonna be a really good story oh, um, I and, uh, <laughs> but it actually it does get better so we weren't okay. in it right um my friend edge or brett at the time tweeted pewdiepie saying like video was great super disappointed that me and like like him, he tagged me on Twitter, didn't get uh, in the video, but understand why the 10 people you picked were great. And he replied to him and was like, oh, I saw your guys' videos. Let me put you in as a bonus mention. So we're like in, we're in the description of this video called like Fridays with PewDiePie. I think it's called Wall Twerk. And we're in the description of that video. And alongside us in that description, who also got added as a bonus mention, was none other than uh, Ethan Nestor Crank Gameplays. He was a, uh, he was in there as a bonus mention. And that's how I actually met him. Um, that's oh, how geez. me and my friend met him. But the people, the most notable person in my opinion who won a shout out in that video which helped kickstart their career was none other than Mr. Jacksepticeye and he won one of the shout outs and he was making like I think GTA videos or something at the time and I remember that I saw his channel and at that point he started uploading two videos a day I guess to you know try and ride off the success of being a, it, yeah. A sh- yeah so I started doing the same thing like, I took the day off work the next day just because I was so excited that I got to put in the description of this video and I was like I need to make videos I need to grind this is my chance which obviously is ridiculous because like back then I feel like getting a shout out or getting mentioned in a description was a much bigger deal than it is now I don't think people check descriptions as much anymore like you know I don't think being in someone's video and them tagging you does as much as it used to but that's because I think back then YouTube was like a massive place of discovery and it was like oh like let's see who else there is that makes content like this whereas I feel that's gifted a little and that could just be my cynical old man uh, feeling that way but I just think it's it's different now where like, I feel like if you make a video with someone to put it in the description it might not do as much as it used to but that's because there's a lot more people doing it now I suppose but it is mad and I absolutely love that story as well it's like a crazy concept to me that you know someone who at some point was like the biggest YouTuber on the platform threw me in his, threw me in his description so wild I think a few times we're going to link back to that small world topic that we've we've mentioned oh, a few yeah. times already we are like, even the Jacksepticeye part like it's crazy how you're in the same description <laughs> as Jacksepticeye and I, I, I'd like to imagine you've interacted with them at one point yes I mean especially now like I mean obviously back then like Jack like Jack really blew up from that he started gaining like massive amounts of subs and I mean so deserved as like Jack's one of the funniest creators out there in my opinion and for the longest time like he was if someone asked me who my favorite youtuber was like it was him it was my go-to to the point where like there was like this time when i was like really down about some stuff and lizzie or ld shadow lady my subs made this like big video um all about like you know just basically try to cheer me up and Aww. i was like a great creator all this stuff it was like very very sweet and then like it had my friends in it like it had joel in it had lizzie in it and then lizzie was at the end and she was like also i got a special message from someone who wants you to like you know know it's going to be okay and she got jacksepticeye to make a like 30 second video to me just you know saying like he heard i was a fan like he heard i'm going through some stuff right now he just wants to know that like everything's going to be okay and i'm like you know it's crazy to me and then it was years and years before i actually got to i bumped into him at vidcon the first vidcon i ever went to um he I, he knew i was going and said like oh see you there and i was like okay yeah like i just thought he was being you know nice and then yeah i bumped into him and i remember it's the first time ever that i like panicked talking to someone i didn't know what to say i froze up i was like clammy i didn't know what to do yeah we had a little like back and forth and then again it was i mean there's long periods of time between seeing each other and then saw him at like a 
a film premiere once, like Disney had hosted a premiere. I saw him there and he actually came up to me and was like, hey man, how are you? And I'm like, oh my God, this is crazy. This is crazy. And then, yeah, weirdly, we ended up in Tommy and its live show together. So that was a fun, you know, <laughs> a little... Oh, you were in Tommy and its live show? Uh, yeah, I did I did one show in Brighton. I was, uh, oh. there was, it was when, uh, I think it was Freddie and Bilzo were mimes who started doing some real odd stuff to each other. Uh, <laughs> oh wait, that then, one. Oh, yeah, and then we came, we came back out as uh, fake mimes and we just got to roll uh, Tommy in it again, which is <laughs> actually, you know, so far two for two. One of my favorite things to do. Oh, I, I was getting that confused with the uh, how to be how to be a millionaire because I, oh, no. I went to watch that in London. Mm-hmm. So that was, that was pretty no, we were in his we were in his like uh, yeah, poster show. Right? I think he was like was seeing if it was uh, I think he was seeing if it was going to be something that that hit, and then he went out on his big tour. So and, and you were you were the startup. You were part of the startup. Looking at it, eh? that's it. I was I was the uh, I was the the one of the opening acts. But I actually I think I got that gig because uh, there was a really nice moment. I went I. Got invited to do the roast of tommy in it um oh. a while ago now and uh he actually said he just wanted me to come be in the audience and i was like oh cool so i got on the tube and then he was like he messaged me and was like oh actually we'd like everyone to come to have a go at roasting me so i wrote down these like six or seven roasts in the 15 <laughs> minutes that i was on the tube and afterwards he was like it was actually really funny mate i was like i i think that's a compliment felt a bit and i was like oh, okay thanks you didn't think i was gonna be funny tommy <laughs> so and then i got to do another video with him that got uh it got scrapped for about two years i think uh and then it came out when he was actually when he was selling tickets for that last tour he i think he just wanted to use a video to promote the tour so it was me him and uh, will any playing shock twister jeez fair enough yeah mad and that got, that got binned for nearly two years and still came out never lose hope <laughs> See, that's the thing as well like part of the reason why i wanted you on the podcast because i find you just to be a really really cool content creator but you've also just got so many bloody stories and that's something like i mean <laughs> i literally said it in the tweet like an all-round eventful creator and that was that was putting it in the most basic terms like you yeah. genuinely have just got so and i this is this is all stories from what like not really any topics i've asked imagine the topics i am going to talk about the stories you i, have I can't Ways. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know you're meant to be streaming. I think I think you said on stream that you, uh, like your previous streams. I caught the end of it that you was going to go live at about like nine or ten. Depending on how long you can talk for it, it might go a little bit over if if you're if you're down to. Uh, oh yeah, but, I mean I, I need to go by like ten, but like yeah, okay, well, it's yeah, fine to run for now. Sure. I mean you know you you it's your podcast at the end of the day, so you can limit <laughs> as much as you want to, kind of thing. I'm Get happy. Me. I can talk for so long. <laughs> That's my issue. <laughs> uh, a bit of a boring question then and I, I hate to go back to it but i do want to ask uh, as far as i'm aware cpk the actual letters are your initials yeah. right yeah so why the c word version cpk why where did that come from so this is a guess what fun story uh as i as i said to you so like my, i had a i had an old youtube channel that got uh shut down hilariously because i played Final Fantasy, I want to say 12, uh, or maybe 13, 13 or 12. I went and uh, I got it and I streamed. I I actually, I recorded a bunch of videos on it and I scheduled them all to upload uh, while I was asleep. And the channel got terminated because it turns out that the first hour and a half of the game was like entirely copyrighted. Um, So you were supposed to like cut that out. But that was before I had any like contacts anywhere. Like I didn't know that. I just bought the game. It happened to come a day early. So I uploaded loads of videos. My channel just got like nuked. It was awful, right? But it wasn't like, a, a channel that I did much on anyway. It was mostly just like me playing random games and stuff. But I had a taste of YouTube before I even started uploading properly. But then I dabbled in like horror games and stuff on that channel. So I actually made a new YouTube channel. Um, and this is where I was going to be like, you know, oh, this is my going to be my one if I'm going to make a run at it. And uh, I actually, because I was doing horror games, I actually called it Nightmare, but like K-N-I-G-H-T Mare, because that's my my last name, Night. And I thought, oh, that's a funny play on words, like horror games, Nightmare, clever. And then I made the channel and like no word of a lie, like five minutes after I made it, I was like, hmm, CPK, mad. 
<laughs> and I just I just deleted the channel and made a new one again. <laughs> oh. And that was like, I have this stupid logic that like back then channels with three syllable names were doing really well. So there was like PewDiePie, CNANAS. Uh, um, like, I mean, it makes sense though. Like it, it's a theory, but it makes sense. Right. And I just had this weird idea. So then I was just going to like do the, I mean, in my head, I played a lot of games and like, I, you know, I grew up on like RuneScape and stuff. And I knew that like three letter usernames were pretty rare in general. So I was like, well, I'm never going to get the three letters CPK. So I was like, how do I make it so I can have this? I just, I just spelled it out phonetically. And I was like, all right, S-E-A-P-W-E-K-A-Y. And people often ask why that C and why that P, because it could be either, because there's two different ways to spell them. And I was like, literally, luck of the draw. I wrote it down the first time. That's how it came out. Yeah, so, the other way around just wouldn't hit as much on the finger. No, and like, obviously it could be like S-W-E-P-W-E or like That's S-E-A-P-E-A. Say, it just hit as much. The way it is just works. No, but I do think I have one of the most misspelled names in history. Like, I was actually going through this on stream the other day. I did an advert for Sony that like ran on the television. And they spelled my username wrong. Like that is just so funny to me because people do the wrong C or the wrong P like all the time. <laughs> I I mean to to avoid that I show up just tagged you. <laughs> when the I mean, announcement I just show up just tagged you it was perfect. And I will. That's when the, the easiest way. Comes out as well. You can't uh, get it wrong then. That's the easiest way to make sure you get it right. <laughs> exactly. I, I mean I I've had a similar experience to you as well actually. Is uh so when I so I used to be a bedrock content greater but even yeah. are not cpk i've only yeah. been in this community since march last year march yeah I, that's I, mad actually. that's when i started making java content which is which is quite funny and there's uh kind of links back to i say this on a lot of the podcasts but it's once again who's listening someone might not have yeah. had it like you said with your streams uh so yeah i i've only been making content since march however back on bedrock edition my original logo was just a planet because orbits planet that was the idea yep. it was like a customized made planet because i've had a mate for like the last like four years who's just really really good at graphic design yeah so he made that and then uh I had this like I, I like weird kind of theory at the time which I mean t- was, I guess technically paid off to be true because it benefited me at the time was anyone who had a face profile picture on YouTube like be an original character or whatever or, like their like face drawn or whatever yeah. they were doing much better for views okay. so be it I, I commissioned someone to turn like my character into like the logo the planet logo but on a blindfold on like uh, uh like my face kind of thing yeah and uh, my views just started skyrocketing out of nowhere to be fair my content did improve at the same time but that's not the point <laughs> you know like yeah no but that is it's it's the exact same thing like it doesn't even have to do something it doesn't even have to like actually make any effect as soon as you've like convinced yourself of that like i, I think we're like a similar mindset where i was like i just saw these like three syllable names and all this stuff and i was like nah i'm doing it mate i was like that's it i'm going in <laughs> that's it and once you've set your mind on it like even if it is just that your content gets better like there's a chance your content got better because you believed it was going to do better yeah because you made this small change so clearly mindset is everything mind, mind over matter right that's how mm-hmm. i'm saying guys so. exactly oh crap okay and then like and then, so but cpk is your initials right i am i am right so yep that. that is that is it and the you know the the p is my last remaining piece of anonymity on the internet everyone always asks me what the p is and then they never they never get it out of me don't worry um, i wasn't planning on asking no no <laughs> that is that is how it will uh that is how it will stay for the foreseeable future Where's i may set some like very popular. i might, might set some mad sub goal you know <laughs> Oh, yeah, 10k Twitch subs, mate. I'll leak it. <laughs> didn't you set a sub goal to get a tattoo and now you have to get off like a crow? Or did you? Did oh, you yeah, yeah. Gonna, or no? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That we, I mean, I'm sure we're going to get into this at some point, so I'll save most of the story. But it's, uh, yeah, yeah, we'll yeah it's, been a, it's been a wacky couple of weeks on stream. And I had 175 Twitch subs at like the 
12th of December, and I think by the 2nd of January or the 3rd of January, we'd hit 1,750. Jeez. Um, <laughs> which is, I mean, you know, it's, it's crazy to me. It still, it still blows my mind. And I think part of it is because I've been around this industry for so long that like, you know, people come and go in this industry all the time. It, it can be a it can be a quick buzz for some people. And so I always convince myself that I must be doing something right to, <laughs> to stick around for so long, you know? But yeah, we got, I've got the crow thing. I'm just working out whether I'm going to get that done here or whether I'm going to get that done. I travel out to uh, Portugal. But again, I'm sure that's going to come up in conversation later in the podcast. So stay Portugal, tuned. Okay. I didn't know about this either. So yes, this will, this will 100% be coming up later. What the heck? Okay. Yeah. Uh, I guess like more kind of basic topics of just your past. I, like just basic topics to kind of get the answer to them essentially. Uh, yeah. So okay, this is going to sound really stupid if I'm wrong. I, I could have sworn your your skin is a fox. Yeah. So somebody commented under the tweet saying, why is your skin a badger? And I thought, it's making me like second doubt now because I could have sworn you're a fox and you are. Now nah, they're deaf having, having you on, mate. Yeah, I'm, okay. Uh, <laughs> it's, uh, there's actually, I mean, not a massively fun story about that, but it's, so when I was making Minecraft content, I don't think it started as a fox, honestly. Um, but there was a time, and I'm, I'm probably going to get the name wrong now, but it was like Iballistic Squid, Stampy, and those guys had oh, yeah, something called right. like the Magic animal club or something i, think I feel like right. that was yeah i feel like that was the name i am actually just gonna quickly fact check myself but yeah, the magic magic animal club and it was like stampies uh squid and a bunch of other people but they like had they had animal skins and this was at the same time that i was just starting to like try minecraft content and it was another one of those stupid things where i was like oh animal skins yes i'll do that <laughs> So I, I straight up just went online. I was like, what animals do I like? It was a 50-50 toss-up between it being this or a red panda. That, that was it. And chose fox. And I've been relentlessly, I've been getting relentlessly called a furry ever since, basically. Real fun. Real I've fun. never thought to call you a furry, but now, now I, now you've put in my mind. So thank you. Appreciate it's all right, it. I've already, I've, nah, it's all right. I've cycled out of it now. My character is a, a, a human with a fox mask, mate. You can't do it anymore. It's gone. Opportunity's gone. Oh, furry, surely. <laughs> You know, you, you can have permission to say it once at some point in the next week and you won't get in any trouble. All right, I'll take it. I need to pick, <laughs> I need to pick the stream. I'll, I'll pick the stream. <laughs> with, uh, with like the Animal Club and stuff like that. Uh, so for the viewers, in case you don't know this, because the last time I referenced this was about two years ago before the podcast. Uh, and this is, I guess, news to you as well. I used to own a YouTube channel called Boy Gamer 909 It's, I think, the Hell videos yeah. are maybe eight, nine years old now. And uh, I was a massive Iblistic Squid fan. Uh, so in those no videos... No way! Yep, in, in those videos, you can see me wearing the uh, iBlistic Squid Minecraft Bedrock skin that I think I bought for about £2.99. <laughs> I know it was a squid skin, it wasn't iBlistic Squid skin but it was the skin that he used. It's quite Yeah, yeah. It's quite funny. That, that is unreal. And uh, the the, sub the subscribed channels, and I'm going to fact check myself here, is uh, I've, I've got the exact I've got the exact channels right down. I say right down, they're literally, you, my subs are public on the channel, BoyGamer909. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, the video is 13 subscribers, videos are 9 years old, subscriptions, serious Gamer, which was one of my friends at the time, Dan TDM, <laughs> Iblistic Squid, Stampy Longhead, Beijing Canadian, and More Allier. <laughs> the goats, the goats only, mate. So I guess that they then names there are what I'd class as like back to earlier with the like first wave. That's why I'd kind of class as like the first wave content creators. Yeah, for sure. But it's just it's just funny that you mentioned like the whole Iblistic Squid and stuff. <laughs> it's like oh, like I literally used to be a massive fanboy. I like their quest to kill the End Dragon series. I remember uh, uh, they've fully deleted their channel, which is quite sad. But I used to have a have a friend who made like a series on it and for the time like maybe seven six seven years ago she was getting about like 1k 2k views on it and it was doing yeah, quite yeah. well things considered back then 
I mean, I uh, I have a video from you might you might re- <laughs> like recognize this. I have a video from nine years ago. I just checked myself, May second, twenty fourteen, and it was me trying to join the Reef, which I think was Squid Server back in the day. Did right? You, it- did you succeed? <laughs> nope. It's called how not to test the Reef server. <laughs> so, oh, okay. Uh, maybe, I did maybe. not connect. It was like breaking because so many people were trying to join because Squiddy was a big deal. Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess you can. I guess nostalgia wise, they still are. You know. Oh, 100%. I mean, Squid's uh, back on making stuff, I think. He's with uh, Ashdub's back as well. I mean, it's, nope. it's wild. It's when was wild. This 2015, did you say? Uh, 2014. 2014. CPK so The Reef. I, will, I was been two days yeah, nine years ago. 10. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Next question. Next question. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> this really sums up how old you are, doesn't it? <laughs> Jesus. Next question. Uh, um, I guess one more thing. It's not looking on your uh, on your past. It's more of a... And we will probably bring up, re-bring up, like, the topic of TwitchCon in general at one yeah. point. But this is just... this. I'm kind of starting off the podcast with more generalized topics before we get into set topics because i have like a few yeah. of those so in case uh you guys don't watch like cpk streams or maybe keep up with them on twitter you might have missed a hint that they have a wife it might <laughs> oh, have gone over God. your head might have gone over ah. your head maybe you missed it as you know somewhere I, they don't mention it enough is is their issue i think uh, exactly. but you have a wife now cpk you got you got married in vegas which is pretty <laughs> cool yes uh, uh very fun time <laughs> depending on how much you can talk about the whole situation like why like when did this when did like because this was kept in the dark completely and i don't know how much yeah, yeah no one knew stream, but uh like when when did you propose how did you propose was anything special if you guess yeah, so it was actually it was a very interesting one so we were in vegas the year before the twitchcon we went to and we were actually we were staying in uh it was actually after twitchcon san diego and we was like we're this close to vegas we should go for a few days so we went to vegas for like three days just to like you know experience it it was like super fun and then like we sort of joked around a little bit about like we could just get married uh and we decided like not to and was like well if it comes back around where we're actually coming back to vegas let's let's have a serious conversation no about it. let's see <laughs> let's see where we are and then literally about three months later like TwitchCon announced that it was going to be in vegas and i was like huh that is wild that that is how this has all happened so yeah we spoke about it briefly and then like we actually didn't really speak about it much until a couple of months before TwitchCon was coming up and it's very like non-traditional we just had a conversation about it and then we went out we actually just skipped straight to like wedding rings we got wedding rings and then we had a list of people who we were going to invite. We wanted it to be quite small. Uh, even those people didn't know they were invited until uh, two <laughs> days before, pretty much. Uh, a couple of people knew in advance. I'd asked a couple of people because I knew they had panels. For the most part, no one no one even that was at the event knew it was happening either. And that's what made the... It was actually after... Um, after MCC IRL where he did like a meet and greet and it was like it was going to be an hour long afterwards I was like okay cool that's fine it went for about two and a half hours and I saw I had to rush off because I had to go pick my marriage license up so I was like sat doing a meet and greet being like oh my god guys we actually need to like hurry this up like I feel terrible but like I really need to go because I'm getting married tomorrow and I need to go pick up my marriage license but it's actually a hilarious photo I don't think we've shared it anywhere yet and I will at some point I just keep forgetting to get around to it you the way it works in Vegas is like you go to a marriage license bureau and like you do all the documentation there and then when you leave there's like a little photo booth and obviously you're not married until that paperwork is filed and then that's kind of what the uh ceremony is it's just sort of someone marrying you and then they file the document for you yeah Uh, technically we could have just filed the document ourselves, and it'd be like well that's still a marriage um but you know we wanted to have like a little ceremony and stuff and uh i because we went straight after the mcc event the first photo we ever took after signing our marriage documents i'm actually in my purple pandas esports shirt no way which is just the funniest thing in the world because like we have literally just like signed all our documents to be legally married and the photo is like mitch looking lovely and me in a purple Purple Pandas jersey, and it's just 
it's just it's jarring <laughs> to look back on but it's just so funny and yeah that's it then the next day like literally had like a small group of people pull up to a venue went to a venue went out after and that was it married <laughs> i love to do this thing where i do like podcast archives it's completely up to you a bit yeah. if you wanted i could pressure you into tweeting it right now and then it'd be like a podcast exclusive law do you tweet it I, let me see if i have podcast. it let me see if i have it because it's happened quite a few times in the last few podcasts where there's like a podcast exclusive law where like you know i'm like okay yeah you should probably like i kind of bring something to someone's mind and then they end up doing it while on the podcast and it's just it's funny to look back on like oh crap that actually happened while we were recording <laughs> let me see if i have it <clears throat> i don't know sure. if i have it or if mitch, is, if mitch has it hold well on. i mean if you don't of course no pressure just yeah know, no no i'm, I'm scrolling back through i mean it was quite wait hold on that's just actually getting married wait hold sorry i don't have it i'm like no! rooting for it i can't find it Oh no! I will get to it though. I will get to it at some point. Okay. I'll find it and I'll tweet it and I'll credit you. <laughs> you don't have to credit me. Have to credit <laughs> I mean, <laughs> knowing you, you'll probably end up not never tweeting it ever. Honestly, yeah, that is more likely than anything. And else, then somebody just you never know. Did you on stream about it? Like, remember when you said it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> ah, it's fine uh I, so i like to do this thing on the podcast where i kind of like link uh link to kind of show i relate in a sense and this isn't really me showing i relate it's more just scenarios but um so i, I guess like a quick story about my mom and dad which is quite fun is so my dad like before my mom and him were married he bought like her like a friendship ring they were dating they were together but he bought like a nice little ring as a friendship ring and everyone was like yeah. oh my god like he proposed and she, she's like no no he hasn't she's like oh my god he's proposed so, and, and she's like no it's just it's like a friendship ring and stuff like that and then one day they were sitting down at breakfast and, my, and they were like eating cereal and my dad was like so do you want to get married <laughs> she's like what <laughs> he's like well i mean everyone already thinks we're married anyway so we might as well just get married he's like all right i love that and they've been <laughs> together for 25 odd years now or like nearly 25 years <laughs> sometimes the unconventional ones are the easiest and best mate <laughs> so it's just, it's just funny like that you know i mean i i guess it's just kind of to show that you know you don't have to go all out for it to last i mean they've been together since like, my brother was born and, and yeah like, yeah you know so it's just, it's just nice. a funny scenario to think of that you guys kind of just chilling it's like yeah John, yeah you know if we ever come vegas again and then there's written in the stars of like twitch gone vegas gets announced you're like oh shit <laughs> yeah honestly actually it happened like weirdly fast after we had that conversation which is so funny but like you know we we're both in a situation where we we're like you know we wanted to do it anyway we kind of always felt like we have been married anyway because like when we got we got together in uh it was like may time of 2019 i always get a year wrong uh 2019 uh then like what six seven months about a year later like covid hit so oh, like we yeah. we and we'd like we'd like basically moved in a few months before um and like you know that was what we it was one of those things where i was like if you can get through the, the two years almost of being with each other in like apartment every single day then like you know it's basically like being married anyway so we've always sort of felt the same way to be fair how did you guys meet if you don't mind me asking so i know i'm dwelling into this a lot uh, i don't mean to just it's, i guess i'm just curious curiosity uh insomnia gaming festival <laughs> no way <laughs> yeah yeah so mitch was getting some events experience like working at the event and uh i was there and i went to go do like i i like asked i was went to go do like a meet and greet and she was like oh cool like and then she turned around and like googled me and uh, to double check i was who i said i was uh, she's like you know humbled me on the spot and then uh, um <laughs> yeah we just like we got chatting a bunch after that and then hung out loads and then that was that was basically it after insomnia it's funny because she was working there but she has like little interest in games it was like just to get the events experience really That's so fair. like you know you uh, don't have to 100%. yeah it's, ab it's absolutely mad how how we met to be fair but it's just one of those things where you know you, it's probably when you like least expect it or in like the least likely place uh you uh find the best people so and here we are you know pushing five years on there <laughs> mad <laughs> 
mean, me, me and my girlfriend met a met warehouse job, and we've uh, we've just we've just had our two year anniversary. So I mean, see, it's the most unlikely places. Exactly. Are you are you off to Insomnia this year? In uh, in March, I've already got like the train ticket booked and the hotel booked. You know, I don't know. I don't know. I did I did twenty Insomnias, oh, and like I feel like like I mean, I sort of was the house band there. I'd be there every single year. Like if you look any time from like I. 52 route or wherever we're at now what we like i72 or something 73 72 like, uh, yeah. like you will see i am there at every event and they used to do three a year so like my numbers are crazier we've had booths there we've had massive meet and greets we've had stage stuff and like i go now for the social aspects but i'm at a point where i'd like i'd rather buy a ticket and just go myself like you know i don't really see the same benefit of like going and like as a creator like yeah. there's no real difference other than that you can go in like a green room it's also like, a free ticket <laughs> it, you know it is it is a free ticket you are you are right um but, i get what you mean 100 yeah. percent. you know it's one of those things where like for the stuff that i do it was getting like very samey for me and like that's no disrespect to insomnia like it's still for me probably the best gaming event like in the uk um you've done it a lot yeah i've just i've just done it a lot and like nothing is like the event doesn't change really like it is the same pretty much every year like down to the booths that are there are very similar the creators most of the time are very similar i mean if you look like five years ago the creators that were going then aren't really going anymore and i just sort of stuck at it um but i go yeah. now for the social aspects you know i go and it's like the one time like that i get easy access to seeing good old jack massey welsh jack sucks at life so i'm always keen honestly if he told me he was going i would buy a ticket just to go hang out with him that's it that's <laughs> that though, simple yeah. the only ever one i've been to was in on in august 2018 it was i63 oh, yeah, it, it was when fifa 19 was being when was being previewed there so that is wild that is a, actually wild i have a funny story about insomnia as well is i have two funny stories so the first one was i only have five pictures from that insomnia because uh basically my brother got it for me for christmas because i always wanted to go but yeah. you know I'm, I'm, at, I'm at an age now and like financial place now where i can kind of do events on my own that's why you know i've applied for a credit spot sadly got rejected but i also applied yeah. through like insane orbit so i've tried reapplying through the podcast hope for the best we'll see yeah but uh, if i don't i'll just end up buying the tickets anyways but i got the hotel booked and the train ticket and stuff like that but uh my parents ended because I got family in Birmingham. My parents ended up like driving down and then dropping me and my brother off at the con. And yeah. we'd, we'd finished the convention at one thirty. I really wanted to meet Nerd Out, and then meet and greet <laughs> was at like four thirty. Yeah. So we sat down for an hour, and then I turned to him and I was like, "As much as I love to meet them, this isn't worth it." Yeah. And I was like, you know, like, is... not worth it thing, but just sitting there for another two hours just to like say hello and get a picture. It's like I, I, like I'll have opportunities in the future to meet cool people, and it's really ironic because like I did, I. I have had opportunities i met you at twitchcon i met like tabo at twitchcon i met quackity at twitchcon like i met a lot of people and it's like it's kind of weird how i said to him i'd have opportunities to meet cool people and like a few years later when i become financially stable in the age where i can go to stuff myself i'm like i meet people who i'm heavily invested in their content yeah 100%. Then, that's weird did you, did you ever meet no doubt i never met no doubt no i <laughs> oh, mean he's still, he, like no that's a frequent uh insomnia guy mate well, yourself I mean, there. Going i'll put, in I'll in put a word in March, i'll so. put a word in yeah <laughs> i'll put I, a word you, in i'm you're I promising a lot CPK. Mate, that's it. I mean, I mean, if he's if he's going, like he's the only other person I know that is as much of like the house band as I am. Yeah. Uh, so we'll we'll find out. We'll see if he's going, mate. I'm gonna make it happen. I'm gonna be the middleman. <laughs> I mean, I mean, if you end up going, also, surely you can just introduce me. You know, it'll be it would be the most it. awkward situation. Hi, this is this is Orbits. <laughs> they wanted to meet you I back in 2018, but never did. <laughs> exactly. No, I live for that, mate. Yeah. No, I, I mean, like you said, I'm still very 50 50. I mean, the likelihood is that I'll like be in the area. I've got friends who live out like in Birmingham as well, so like yeah you know even if i don't really come to the con much i'll be like in the area i think i know them well enough where like they probably would you know let me come in and meander around for a couple of
of hours. But yeah, um, of the conversation, I mean, you know, I had some opportunities with them to do some cool stuff, but it's just it's hit and miss. It's planning stuff, and you know, it's it's tough to do. So I think I'll probably still show up, but I don't know in what capacity at the minute. I don't know if you recognize. You probably do because they're the co-hosts of like midweek. Is Captain AJX? Yeah, yeah. Of uh, course. I'm going. I'm going with them. So sick. Yeah, it's gonna be a run around causing havoc, mate. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. I mean, because I have to pay for a ticket, I can't. I, I've always kind of said to myself, like, same with MegaCon, which will kind of will lead into next before we kind of get into like the main topics. Is like I'm only going on a Saturday because I can only really, if I'm paying for the ticket, I can only really warrant going one day. Because I'm like, what am I going to do for two days? But if the ticket's for free, I'll kind of just speedball it and figure out something. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. I just yeah. don't want to pay for two days worth of tickets to go for like an hour on a second day. I'm like, it's the same as yesterday. <laughs> you know? Yeah, no, for sure, it is very similar. You got to choose. You got to choose the right day. See your mates one day and then that's it yeah i mean the, the second thing i was gonna get as well is uh i have a picture on my phone of like cube craft as like I, yeah. I randomly took pictures of like the cube craft pieces and this yeah. was before i was making minecraft content this was before i got back into minecraft scene and it's just really ironic because i ended up like being when i kind of start, started up my content i started he- by heavily making cube craft content it was really ironic that is that, like i randomly took a picture of their pcs at twitch um, at insomnia and then all of a sudden i become a youtube a uh, cube craft youtuber so that is mad i feel like they were always there as well there was a little area set up where you could play minecraft and stuff I yeah, remember it well. Yeah. I mean, I, I look, I'm looking at the picture right now, and it's, it's just funny because I went for FIFA, <laughs> I didn't go for Minecraft. So that is mad. Uh, I mean, I mean, we might as well stay on topic with this one. With like, I mean, this podcast hasn't really got a format to anymore, but I'm enjoying this. I'm enjoying <laughs> just having a talk with you. Yeah, yeah so. of course. Uh, you, we were talking a little bit about MegaCon. I was asking if you're going to MegaCon before the podcast, and then yep. literally two minutes before I hit record, you your panel got announced. <laughs> yeah. At yep. 2 p.m. on Saturday, which is the day I'm going, so I, I will most likely go to. I would say most. Likely, yeah, I will. I will go to the panel. Um, yeah, I don't really have much to say. I kind of just wanted to say that because this podcast is going to come out a week after MegaCon, so it doesn't really make too much sense. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna, you know, not run any massive promo, but yeah, it's it's gonna be interesting. Like, I I actually go I go to City because I know the guy who runs it, and it's so weird because obviously, like, it is MegaCon. You are right. You keep calling it MegaCon, and you are right. It is My MegaCon. Bad, it's but like, city, isn't it? but yeah. no, it's super. It's super strange because it is like it's like three or four different events that have all come together to make one event. Yeah. Um, so like, I've been going to summer in the city for ages like they actually back in the day me and the orion sound went because they were trying to sort of like shoehorn gamers into city because city was very like vlog content heavy um you know that's where like zoella went and alfie days went and stuff like that and they wanted to try and bring some gaming content in so like me and ollie started going and then some more gamers started going and we've been going ever since i think i was like 2018 um i actually have on my desk i can tell you the year it was 2018 i have a gamer of the year which was an award they gave me which was actually a full on award and they had me come on stage and accept it and everything it was wild and that was like the year that we'd started going and they were trying to get content like gamers in and now i actually just like know the guy who organizes it really well like we see each other all the time we hang out so he's always just like i was going to sit see i'm like yeah go on (laughs) so it's like a very casual like working relationship and then you know he always gives me a couple of like panels and a meet and greet op and it's 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 super fun and our worry originally when me and i started going was like no one would care we were there because it was like we were gaming creators and everyone was like there for the vloggers you know but you know it actually turned out to be like some of our busier events where people were like oh my god like, i had no idea you'd be here it's like it's very cool i like that so yeah, i'll be at sitsy i've got no massive plans for 
events this year. But I mean, you you know what I'm like. People listening probably know what I'm like. I'll I'll end up somehow at pretty much everything that's going you on. You end up going to everything. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. So you know, fifty fifty about insomnia. But in like a month, you'll be a hundred percent about insomnia. <laughs> I mean, like literally two days before, I'll be like, no, nah, I'm not going. And the day before, I'll be like, yeah, go on. <laughs> Why not? I mean, I'm getting the train from Houston. So do you, do you get the train it's down? Or do you drive down when you go to? It's hit, it's hit and miss to be fair because like, like I was saying like when I um I moved to London a few years ago and like, I got rid of my car just because I don't really need don't one really here need it, yeah. uh, so like every now and again depends on what like I'm doing afterwards like if it's straight up just go to the event come back I'll probably just get a train but if it's sometimes when I go like up north again I'll like go up to see my family who live like a bit further north so yeah. like sometimes I'll just drive to you know rent a car and drive down and stuff so uh, but usually like trains usually the go to it's like I mean it's fast as hell as you'll know it's fast as hell to get to Birmingham it's like an hour and 20 minutes then yep it's good it's good stuff <laughs> what is uh I'm, I'm hoping this doesn't change after after like it happens because then it's going to make the podcast a bit interesting uh, what huh. is what is your panel about at megacon uh, you know what this is the best thing about it like when it was when we were talking about it and i was like oh cool the panel's been announced um i i haven't been told the times for my panels yet so that was actually news to me that that's what that was um i don't know what <laughs> i do not know what the panel is i have no idea it's called creating worlds and it's me and like some of the minecraft creators so yeah, like it's literally called minecraft creators panel yeah so i'm, I'm guessing we are just going to be waffling about playing minecraft to be fair mate but uh that, that's my best guess the best thing we can come back to this i'll, I'll reply to when the podcast drops and be like yeah completely wrong mate it was nothing to do with what we said <laughs> your image goes hard though i'll say that much oh yeah they have image. they have upgraded me now I, did, I used to get i used to get like random random photos but then when i started going to so many events like i started getting some like fancy getty images by like paparazzi people so uh i started sending those through as my uh headshots going like yeah look i look cool i look cool i believe that one i'm fancy is i think that's yeah exactly i think that's actually from the premiere of lockwood and co which is like a netflix series that was on for a bit oh man you've been up to so much what the heck i have it's been a fun year it's been a fun fun year for you right specific topics i mean we've been recording now for over 50 minutes yep. and we're only just getting into the specific topic section uh so this is certainly going to be a fun podcast i mean i i, I you know i bring on guests who i love talking to so it's like of it's going to make it very easy to edit as well which is quite nice yeah so i think uh we'll kind of go in order of a few things but the first thing we'll start with is mcc yes uh, so you run a channel called all things mcc i do uh it's majority nowadays like top 10 plays and like you've done a few mm-hmm. Like you done a Reddit roundup. Uh, I I don't know if it's deja vu, but your like your title, the most recent one, like why mum or jumble will never play M- MCC. I could have sworn I've seen that title before. <laughs> really? I like when I saw it, I was like that title looks so like so familiar. But then when I search up why mum or jumble will never play MCC, it doesn't exist anywhere. I'm like I could have sworn you used that title before. And I scrolled through all things MCC for ages, and I just never found. It. I was like, okay, I am I'm very tripping. Apparently, that would have been hilarious too, because like I mean, well. Well, I'm sure we're going to get more into this, but like uh, a lot of the time, like Neb will just pitch a title. So like, there would have been a very real chance that like back in the day, someone who used to work like on the channel used that. And then <laughs> like Neb just came up with the same one. But yeah, it doesn't like it. We're the only one at the minute. So oh, yeah, it's hidden away it. somewhere. It's the only one. Yeah. I just, I thought, I thought I'd seen it. Maybe it was just deja vu. <laughs> you know when you get like random moments of deja vu? Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Maybe I just got hit with one of those. But yeah. So MCC, uh, the first one you played, I believe was MCC season two. Uh, I, we had, uh, we had Noxite on the podcast a little while back, which was pretty cool. Yeah. 
Yeah. And uh, he mentioned how like, MCC Season 1 was... They weren't even sure they were going to make a Season 2. And mm-hmm. so MCC Season 1 was originally just meant to be like, oh, just to throw out their idea, see if it works. And then you actually got invited to when it became a main kind of tournament aspect. So I don't really have a question. I kind of will ask... Que- I have a few questions, but I'm also just wanted to give the standing point of what I know and yeah. just let you waffle about it however you feel. Yeah, I mean, what's interesting is... So obviously, the reason I was even interested in MCC is because like Scott contacted me and was just like, hey, man, like... I'm doing this event. <laughs> Do you want to be in it? I was like, oh, cool. So I, and again, people will fact check me on this. And to be fair, it's been so long that I could be wrong. But so I was meant to be an MCC one and I got invited on like a, a paid brand trip to San Francisco. Yeah. Yeah. So I was supposed to go to San Francisco. And then I literally got to the, I got, like this was when I was uh, up north too. So I literally traveled from like Liverpool to London and then got to the airport and they were just, I tried to check in for my flight and it was like, there is no flight. I was like, huh? And it turns out like my whole flight had been canceled. And the only time they could fly me was the next day. But this oh. trip was literally for like 48 hours, right? So I had to contact the people who would send me out there being like, well, there's really no point in me going. Like, I can't fly out there for less than 24 hours. Like, that is, that's mad. Like, I'd spend more time on the plane. So then I literally went home and messaged Scott and was like, hey, man, like, turns out I'm actually not going. Is there any chance I can still be in it? He was like, oh, I'm really sorry. I had to fill your spot, which, you know, makes complete sense. But, and someone will fact check me here. I've been told since then that that was how Quig got in. So, oh. like, I couldn't, I couldn't play. And, like, Quig was, like, basically the next in line to be in it. So, Quig probably would have been in MCC 2 anyway. But the reason for MCC 1 apparently was because I missed out and someone had to sub in and they got Quig. And, like, obviously, Quig went on to be, like, the go. Uh, which is just so cool but yeah i was in i was supposed to be in one and then i was in two i think i've only missed like four or five ever and that is purely just you missed uh mcc uh the one where they had like the the trophy system right or did you were you in that one i could have sworn you um, missed it to be fair so uh party, I just party. Remember, did you miss party uh i yeah i don't think i was in party yeah. uh oh no wait i was in party what? wait was i in party wait i was in party I, although it just says i just went on my uh, mcc, MCC wiki, just wiki and it says it says it says I was in it. It said I got individually 13th, but then it says team placement to be decided. Uh, yeah, so, so because it was by oh, trophies, remember? That oh, was, that was yeah, a of course. System, so it was a bit, yes. was a bit so, yeah, I did. I did MCC2 all the way through. Oh, and then I missed. I didn't do 10. Uh, and then I, so I did MCC2 to 8. And then I did 9 through to 16. I missed 17. Then I did 18. Uh, yeah, see, yeah. All the way through to 26. Oh, no. And then, yeah, 27, 28, I wasn't in. And then that's the first time I've ever missed two in a row. And just to clarify, this is like, obviously I know Scott very well, like everyone has to miss events and it comes down to usually just being like, Hey man, like you've been in the last seven. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, yeah, that's all good. Like that. I don't think there's been a time when I've missed it where I couldn't make it. I think it's always just been, you know, once you've been in a lot, there's only a few people who have the guaranteed invite. So like, I think I definitely am in the running to get an invite pretty much every time, uh, but also understand that like, I can't be in every event. That's not how it works, you know? So any I've missed have always been, you know, due to it just, I've just been in a lot beforehand to the point where I was telling you just before that we went i went to um ireland for an event and i took a whole laptop rented out a business center in the hotel oh, i didn't, I didn't know that played MCC. i knew you went to ireland for an event i didn't know you rented out a whole thing for MCC. so I, asked, <laughs> I went to my hotel lobby and i was like hey do you guys have like a business center they're like we have like a like a sort of conference room i was like can i use it and they're like for what and i was like well i'm like a streamer i've got to do this i don't remember what event that was to be fair but it was so funny because then the the, ele- the like lights didn't work in the room oh, and the room right. was massive and the the hotel had like a bar so it was like just fully pumping downstairs it was crazy 
crazy. And uh, I was just locked away in a dark room on a laptop playing uh, playing MCC. <laughs> That's my dedication to the grind. Why does that give me MCC Twitch Rivals vibes? I don't know. I can't explain it. It just does. I really I can't explain why it gives me those vibes. It just does. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I, I actually I wish I could remember. Uh, I can remember the name of the event. So if I can uh, hold on. Gamer Fest October 2022. We can cross reference. Uh, Do the math. That was wow. I just opened it. It was MCC 26. That is wild. Whoa, okay. I, that's, I can't believe I did that. Wilbur as well. What a team. What placed, a team. You placed full team in Div that event as well. Yeah, in a, in a pitch black room on a... <laughs> it was a, a wired mouse with no mouse mat and my laptop just on full brightness in a pitch black conference room. That's quite so funny, funny bro. Think of it, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you've been around in MCC for a while. I'm a, I'm a strong believer in everything happens for a reason. I don't think anything would have changed if you was in MCC 1, but I guess like part of the thing is like there was a reason you weren't in MCC season one, I guess. I don't I don't know how to explain it, but it's, it's just, I guess it's just the way. Yeah, I no, exactly. You know, you've ever since then, you've become like a, a big, you, you know, as much as playing any event, you've also become a big fan of MCC. Uh, you own all things MCC. How how comes, like, because I've had Nebula on the podcast, and we talked a little bit about like his experience working with it, etc. But yeah, like, you know, how, why, why did that channel come to be? So like at the time I was like, I was obviously obsessed with MCC and like I was, all my streams were MCC related. I was grinding the like practice server like crazy. I mean, if I don't even know if the practice server really existed at that point, I, d- I don't remember exactly when it came about, but I was like obsessed with the the whole event. I loved it. And, you know, I was having a blast and it was like, it was MCC eight where I made the channel. Uh, the, like one of the first videos I ever made was like, uh, I think it was, I think it was yeah eight. That was the, um, it was the techno dream team. And I remember just thinking to myself, I was like, this is uh, like, there's no, there's a gap in the market for videos like this. And I was looking it up and there wasn't too many people making videos about specifically MCC. Um, there was a few channels that were dabbling in it, but they were, you know, their main stuff was something else. And I was like, I have a unique perspective. I'm in the event. I should make videos talking about it in some some way and that was how it literally started i i made a like i made a video that was just talking about the, the teams so the first the first two videos on the channel actually are like i mean they're obviously they're very old now three year three plus years ago but it actually wasn't going to be all things mcc when i first started it uh well first of all it was called mcc analysis and history which is a ridiculous name and i actually made a video called like what it's like training with techno dream and wilbur and it was just us messing around on the practice server back in the day and then i actually made a video after mcc 7 i think it was called how me technoblade filza and wilbur almost won minecraft championship um and it was more like a highlights video of mcc pretty much and it was a couple of weeks after that i was like i should make a video about like the teams i think honestly it was almost kind of like a very early reddit roundup in a way I, i got the teams from the reddit i'm pretty sure and scrolled through them and just analyzed the teams and you can see i was trying to make videos that were about mcc but almost in like a you know when people do like i guess like skyblock videos and it's called like you won't believe how powerful this weapon is and it's just like it could be 20 minutes of them like grinding out skyblock but then like you know there's an overarching theme so i had a video called our secret weapon for mcc this aged badly and that was like i think it was me minimuka and calvin and we had sb737 he was our secret weapon for some i don't know why he was our secret (laughs) weapon and then i started realizing that the team's videos were doing really well like really really well so then i started doing mcc 9 then it was mcc 10 then it was mcc 11 and all it was was just the predictions videos that was all i was uploading basically um it was all things mcc <laughs> yeah and I, it literally was yeah and then it appears for some reason i skipped 12 
I uh, don't know, don't know how I did that. Although work, I did make yeah. a video called How CPK Became the Number One Battlebox Player, which is really funny because obviously I was making the video about myself. Um, <laughs> but it was just one of those things. And then it was the break between MCC1 and MCC2. Um, and I did a video where it was like all MCC1 season, all MCC season one winning teams and scores. And it was just like a breakdown of like the little Hall of Fame. And that's when we did a player spotlight and I started doing like top 10 slash hall of fame placements and stuff. And then we started talking about things that were teased in between seasons. And at this point it was like, I realized it was starting to do well. And this was when I started to like reach out to people to help me with the channel. The first of which to come in was Animagician, who is the goat still. And he was making analysis videos similar to me. And I guess I kind of big corped him in a way. I was like, look, like you're making these videos. His main stuff, I think was like those, it was like uh theory videos and stuff on Hermitcraft and the dream SMP, but he was making MCC videos in like alongside it but they weren't doing as well so i said look why don't you come in with me help me make my videos you still get the outlet of creating the content you want to create it'll be on a channel where like it's very much appreciated you know like i could do with the help let's let's team up and then so yeah it was me and annie for a while and then it was when they did uh the first um it was the first MCC Rising. And I was like, man, there's so many talented people in here. This is crazy. Um, and that's when I spotted Owen. Uh, and I was like, Owen's very, very clever. He's very smart. He's very good at content, very good at editing. So I asked if he wanted to come on board as well. So he brought Owen in. And then as with everything, like I always said, the people I was bringing in were very, very talented. And I like to think that they would attest to this statement in the same way I would. Um, I always knew everyone that I had for this channel would outgrow the channel. Um, I knew that Annie would. Like at some point, Annie would outgrow it because he's very, very talented when i brought owen in like he was streaming and like he was still a smaller streamer but i could see like he was very clever real good at editing great storyboarder i mean owen wrote pretty much every script we ever used up until neb came in pretty much and i knew as well i always said to them like if your channel takes off or your channel starts doing really well like run at it go for it like you know take your time leave the channel if you have to but don't don't stay down to this when you can have your own thing as well i always told them to prioritize their own content because i just wanted the help and if they could give me it great and if they couldn't, then I would still try and make something on my own. Yeah. I'm not sure if Annie's spoken publicly about what he's doing, so I won't speak on Annie's behalf. But you know, obviously, Owen is now a you know full-time streamer, creator, got power creations. He makes some of the best S- uh, SMPs going. And that's all it came down to. It was like, you know, we all had this conversation eventually. And they were like, you know, I think I want to focus on my stuff. And I'm like, do it. Let's go. Like, absolutely happy for them. But at the same time, I've got to fill these gaps <laughs> because I need help to run this channel because in general, I'm quite busy. Yeah. But I've built the channel and I don't want it to like, you know, I don't want it to stop. Um, and that's Neb actually got brought in as a clip collector originally. And uh, it just very quickly, he started making really p- cool ideas started pitching ideas to us in the discord and we realized really quickly that like neb's talent would be wasted <laughs> if we just had him collect clips um and then when owen owen and neb were sort of co-editing stuff like it'd be like one would do one one would do the other and then when owen left neb took over full time and i mean i speak about this very honestly all the time like neb carries this channel he is the the lifeblood of the channel like you know it literally is my voice and neb's work essentially but i always talk about that i'm always very honest like neb is actually the goat he does so much for the channel and it genuinely wouldn't exist without him um so long may long may the rule of neb continue <laughs> i mean all things mcc is a really cool channel i gave like we like i said we talked i talked to neb a little bit about it which makes sense because as you've just mentioned there like he works a lot on the channel and like i gave a few suggestions i feel like i mean i'm gonna say them to you now obviously you can take them yeah, of course. or you don't i mean at the end of the day all things mcc is around by you and neb like for a reason of course and it's like I was, I was giving like commentary ideas like maybe a video on like what would like you know what if mcc never existed or like what if a certain mcc 
team won a certain season or something just like i don't know videos like that i feel like could be could be quite fun like like little what it things are you know the past the present and the future of mcc like a little documentary type of video i don't know just stuff like that i feel like could be quite cool and like you know i could easily go and i not easily i could go and probably made that on one of my main channels but then it just wouldn't do as good if it wasn't by you guys on all things mcc if that makes sense and maybe yeah, it would but think, that's not the point no, i'm trying like you got know I me mean? well that's no but that's it and i think this is this is something we've not we've not struggled with the identity of the channel but i think we definitely have a little and like we've not changed the direction of the channel but we've changed like how we make things and what we do and back in the day when it was called like you know mcc analysis and history i would make videos that were like how sapnap's team went nine and zero in battle box and it'd be like a 25 minute analysis of how that happened and what strategy they were using and how they were doing that so cool nowadays yeah and i think that that this is the thing like we've we've spoken a bit about it and obviously like now like the, the problem is and we've had this conversation internally and you know i think it's one of those things where like like at the moment mcc had obviously it's like massive massive boom and now it's not that it's not doing well it's that like i feel like a lot of the community are like moving to other events or they're moving forwards or they're not watching minecraft content as much and we've seen like a you know a general sort of dip in interest in mcc related videos for sure um and that's not necessarily a bad thing it's just the same as anything you know mcc's been around for years at this point the fact it's even gone on for so long is a testament to the people that run it but as with everything like all it takes is a couple of events and it could be in another massive pop-off arc you know that's that's all it is like we have we're showing no signs of stopping like i know it seems like we haven't uploaded in a while and like that is true it's also off season um, as well. that's what i mean it's off season and this is actually weirdly where like i think we'll make our best videos we have like extra time we don't have pressure of it being like okay so in like three weeks until the next event like what can we do and i think that the documentary style stuff is definitely something we've had conversations about and my friend uh, zach or caesar has started working with us on the channel as well and he's actually helping us with short form stuff so we started putting out some short form not a massive amount but he's sort of dabbling in it but he also is a big fan of like longer drawn out documentary style content and i can't imagine it'll be too long before we, we definitely had conversations about instead of trying to force out like six videos let's keep the top tens because they're you know the sort of the bread and butter at this point and the team announcements are very easy that's just me waffling about teams but then in the middle let's try and get like one or two bigger you know like, like you said like documentary style videos out and you know some of our some of our most popular videos are those styles of videos so it only makes sense to try and teeter what we're doing across to that stuff but it is it's just it's just tough to work out and it's tough to work out when to do it and what to do and you know, only time will tell but we've been teetering around this 20 95k slot for absolutely ages and I, I wanted the channel to at least get to 100k man it's killing me yeah it's so close it's so annoying I'm, just, I'm looking i'm just like come on <laughs> would you say mcc changed your life a little bit i mean 100 i mean so why not make a video about it well, i mean that's, changed that's my life that is a that's a very very valid a very valid question i mean it is it's it's an interesting thing because obviously like you know it was one of my friends that helped to make it and it's such an interesting experience that i mean my my like highest viewership on stream ever outside of like joining a big smp was just that i became like the mcc guy and like when mcc was like at its peak peak um which i mean i don't want to pinpoint an exact event i have absolutely no idea uh what that would be I get what but you mean, no, yeah, yeah. I think everyone like you know you it's like there was a time when like watching someone run around the ace race map was hype because you never know what's going to happen or who's going to jump on the server or anything like that whereas like you know that was my whole thing for ages like i think at my peak i had i was like getting nearly 2000 viewers a stream in the peak Jeez. of mcc and it was nuts um and then obviously like i stayed obsessed with it and the obsession from other people dropped off a little um which again is nothing bad it's just how this industry works like you know interest shift timeline shift so definitely changed my life yeah maybe i should make a video about it <laughs> are you looking good idea this? yeah see exactly i'm full of them i mean as ideas manager there we go ideas guy 
guy. <laughs> uh, are you are you looking to expand? I know you mentioned you touched on it a little bit. Are you are you looking to expand like the All Things MCC team? Or are you kind of satisfied with how it is right now? I mean, I think the thing that comes down to for me now is finding ways that like there's there's like a bit of an ongoing joke because obviously we had this like it was n- I hope it never came across as real beef, but we had you know this back and forth with MCC highlights. Um, yeah, I mean that's what where, I thought you know, about, yeah, yeah. I mean you know there was I don't think there was any ever any ill will in it. You know I think we all knew pretty much that it was just a bit of you know banter and like the thing was that it was like it's like you know when there's two competing channels that both come out on top like the debate on Messi and Ronaldo like both of those people are still being talked about so much that they both gain stuff out of it right and we kind of had that I think we both had that idea we never actively spoke about it but like if we were being discussed together we were still being discussed right so you know it was never anything dramatic but we loved having this like back and forth with them and then they'd make a video and we'd be like oh like that's a good idea like that was a great video from them we should have done something and like you'll see some of their like videos we've we comment on it from the all things mcc channel like great video by the way like you know there was always this mutual respect but a big thing and the reason i don't know about expanding stuff is like pay because like i can't really let people work for me for the love of the job and that's the the sort of big thing about it is like i always made this joke was that um back in the day and again i'll probably get fact checked but just to double check joey capolo of capolo media who like basically started and runs mcc highlights reached out to help me with mcc videos and i said like i wasn't in a position where i could pay them and i don't think it'd be right for me to let them work for free so they started making their own mcc videos and that became mcc (laughs) highlights and like i always have this joke where it's like wow man i really could have stopped it in it tracks if i just had taken the help you know Uh, (laughs) you just said yes it would have been able to (laughs) right but then that's the thing for me now is like you know the way i like people need to be paid for their work and it needs to be a fair rate for what they what they do and you know arguably god i mean nev should get 100 percent of the revenue of that channel he like he really does carry it but for me now like as much as i'd love to expand it and like you know bring in like i don't know maybe another editor or bring in and like you said like an ideas guy or something like that it's it's hard for me to work out how i can do that without what like and work out the valuation like hopefully one day I'm in a situation where I'm financially comfortable enough where I can just be like, yeah, you know, I'm going to bring someone in. Let's pay them this much a month and let's do it. But for now, that's not the case. And it's just if the channel picks up, hopefully I can shift the money in the channel to somewhere else and do that. But for now, I think it'll probably stay relatively tight knit. I'm quite fortunate in a sense of like, so I pay Oracat because he makes head thumbnails and order designs and stuff like that. But like yeah. the rest of the podcast team, like I have Roman doing research. I have AJ as the co-host. I have like uh, Joe Kahn and I'll get in like getting and editing clips. And I'm quite fortunate to the point of like, they're all volunteer. And as yeah. much as I'd love to pay them, I would absolutely love to. I just, you know, the podcast, I mean, I, I have fun fact, I guess. And by the time this podcast comes out, it will be announced as, uh, as I've just uh, linked my AdSense, AdSense account since the podcast hit 3K hours. I can now Let's enable go. channel memberships, which is pretty cool. Let's go. So like, you know, I'm hoping at one point this year I can more. And like, I mean, you know, I do like little gestures and then nothing amazing. Like, you know, I get them Discord night and stuff like that. Yeah, it's yeah. also just a bit hard because if the podcast isn't earning money and like, you know, I mean, I've spent so much on the podcast out of money that I've earned for work mm. and I've never made a profit yeah, from it. Yeah. So, you know, I'm, think, quite, I'm think... quite lucky in that sense of like, I have people who are willingly and, and I've said like, you are going to be volunteer if that's okay. And like, yeah, no, 100%. I just, I, I, I'm like, I think it's just cool to work with the podcast team. I was like, okay, thank you so much. No, 100%. And like, that's that's where, like, I think that was the, the slight difference in like the situation I was in is like, obviously for me, like I've been doing content creation for so long. And like, I think like you said, for you, like it's a massive passion project. You're not making like profit from this podcast, oh, right? For so now. much on it right like now, said, yeah. Hopefully so. For now. Hopefully it will. Yeah, exactly. I I also, I believe you will, of course, right? But for me, like, I was very noticeably and openly making profit from all things MCC, right? Even when it was MCC analysis and history. So that, the, the thing is, like, I'm all for, like, if you have a channel that's not making money, 
then by all means have people help out you know get if you have other friends who want to treat it as a passion project then like amazing like you're you know you're i'm sure you know this you're very lucky to have people who want to help you and do that stuff and like that's sick like for me i was in a situation where i was like "Ah," like i am earning money from it and but it wasn't to a point where i'm like well i want to use that money to hire someone when for now i can make it myself you know so you know i think that was the that was the big thing for me at that time because obviously i would have loved the help when i when i was when like when joey reached out i was like would be nice (laughs) (laughs) it would be but yeah now i'm in a position where you know luckily i can i can pay the people that help me out and it's just one of those situations where it's it depends on the situation of the person as to the you know what they can do and what they can offer so you know and i believe now you've got these channel memberships mate you'll you'll be you'll be firing some you'll be firing some cash off soon enough we'll i believe see, i mean i am trying to think of benefits that i thought of a few and obviously i don't want people thinking they have to become a channel member but like nah, of course it, it'd be cool and like even even with spotify for example to, just to kind of cement the whole idea of it being a passion project even more uh, i pay rss 13 pounds a month so i can upload yeah. podcasts i could do it for completely free through spot through spotify and i apparently i can earn like 70 percent revenue from it then yeah i look at the view counts i'm like i'm i'm they're doing decent but there's no i don't see the point of slapping ads on spotify right now because it just no. it, it'd be more of an inconvenience than it is a profit to me if that makes sense and i guess yeah. that's the even that's just a minute i could cop out and be earning maybe an extra like maybe two three quid a day yeah but i'm not <laughs> I'm, i've turned no. down that opportunity because i'm like i'd rather spend money so people have a good listening experience than like make it a bit kind of just like ad for, I mean obviously on YouTube once I get 4k watch hours I'm, I'm enabling ads but then yeah of course that's why people have the Spotify option to listen for free yeah 100% I mean I'm literally in the same a similar boat in that like I mean I pay I think it's like $27 a month to have my podcast stay up basically and you it's just because RSS. I'm like use RSS is way better I, can't, I honestly don't even remember what I use that's how long it's been <laughs> since I even logged into it which is really good uh, so that's that's great but yeah I just literally at this point pay to keep it up because I'm like well this oh but apparently use buzzsprout there oh. it is yeah so well speaking yeah that is podcasts. it yeah that, i was just i just double checked yeah that is that is exactly what i'm using the all things mcc podcast to keep it up cost me uh 27 a month jeez yeah so, so I just use rss 13 pounds that's great <laughs> it's a really good website it's a really really good podcast because it automatically apparently it's automatically uploading my podcast to like amazon music and apple music and stuff and i didn't yeah, realize mine is, mine is on everything it was funny though because when i first started pushing it like it went to i think all things mcc went something like number three in gaming podcasts yeah. and then <laughs> Like, but then on like Spotify, but then like everything else, it was like Apple's po- Apple podcasts, seven plays. I'm like, okay, okay. Well, it's nice to have them there. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Speaking of podcasts, you've mentioned it, All Things MCC podcast. And I know you've just literally mentioned about, you know, about the whole thing of, you know, wanting if you were going to bring someone on the team to pay them and stuff like that. Yeah. I, I might as well say it on the podcast. I, I, I might as well, just for the sake of it. If you were ever willing to bring back All Things MCC podcast, I'd be more than happy to edit. I think I've built enough of a resume now to say that i can edit for a podcast I'd like, yeah you know, i can't do the i can't do like the the you know highly edited stuff but i can do the clip, clip cutting i can I, I know what to cut out i know what to keep in so you know i mean i'd, I'd happily like voluntarily do that i've i've also like, I, I made a joke with ajx about thinking about like uploading three podcasts a week yeah but God. then <laughs> the only thing that's stopping me from doing that is the recording part of things like editing i'd happily edit three podcasts a week i could very easily do that so, yeah, yeah i mean i mean there you go a little little off on the podcast if you ever want to bring back all things 
MCC and for the All Things MCC podcast, like fans, you've heard it here first. I, I'm offering <laughs> up my editing services. Services. I sorry. do. No, I do. I do love that. I mean, it's definitely something that gets it gets talked about a lot. And like the way I actually sort of ended up pitching it, and ah, to be fair, it's a little bit. It's a little bit of a lie. But like when I started this, I wasn't sure how well it would do. Right. Like in All Things MCC podcast, like do people actually care? Do they want to hear what people's opinions are? Am I even a good podcast host? You know, there's, there's a lot of questions. They're um, like And like the thing is, like, obviously, we only we did four episodes, which is hilarious. I feel like it's talked about so much that you think there was like a whole season, but there was actually <laughs> four episodes. There's Ant Frost, Satnap, Hannah Rose, and JoJo. That was it. And the only reason that it really slowed down or stopped in general was just like the amount of stuff I was doing already. So like I was streaming every day. I was still trying to upload some YouTube content. My in real life life got very busy with events outside of uh, yeah. streaming. And like it was a case of I'd have to find, I mean, you, you know what it's like to, to run a podcast. I mean, I'd like try and find a guest. <laughs> yeah. A lot of the people in MCC are like, you know, US, Australia, etc. It's like, all right, we need to do this. And it's like, okay, cool. So I've got to record this podcast at like midnight. And it's like getting questions ready and then trying to work out a schedule and then getting them on and sitting with them for like an hour and talking through stuff, then editing it afterwards and uploading it. And it was just, honestly, it was just a lot of work. And like, we talk about it all the time and like me and Neb talk about it and how we should bring it back. And like, I mean, it's already confirmed that Fire Breathman is going to be the first guy. Hilariously, it was supposed to come back after Fire Breathman's first event. Um, oh. So that was, that was going to be my, that was going to be my hook was that like, it's back and it's with Fire Breathman because he's just joined. That was MCC 29. So we are now at 35. <laughs> um, so, and hopefully, you know, he's still up for it. He said he was still up for it. Uh, there, there is plans to bring it back, but it's just like, I have to find a way to make it, you know, I have to find a way to streamline the way to do. And that's definitely the, the tougher part in terms of like everything else with it, it. It wasn't too bad. It's just the scheduling and finding people. And obviously there's a limited number of people i can have on it but like, yeah. like mcc only has so many participants you know well, like, yeah that's a lot that, but then you could get like cory way on to talk about the commentator you could get fulham on to True. do an analysis maybe you could get uh you know you can get a lot of people on you know um, I, i'm just thinking of like speed runners at this point they're just the first thing yeah, yeah. like feinberg to talk about him i don't know just anything but like cory way and fulham they haven't played in the event but they've had an impact on the event you could bring on any of the people who were part of the like i guess was going to narrow it down as commentary team for mcc to his rivals there's six of them you could bring on all six yeah 100 which brings us to the question you know when are we letting the speedrunners into mcc huh that's yeah. what i, that's what I want to know depends on how give us fine MCC give us curry bro <laughs> give us give us the speedrunners bro let us let them have it let them have it <laughs> yeah i mean surely surely right? i mean you know season uh, season, season four five. it's gotta oh, be season five? Oh, surely. Season, oh year five year five there we go Sorry. year five season four yeah yeah so you know we, we might we might see some who knows give us the speedrunners <laughs> <laughs> yeah but we've, we've like the podcast i mean uh, they've, they, we kind of thought about this publicly on stream because I joined Fiber Fan stream and I was like, hi, and it's like, aren't you like the podcast guy? I was like, I'm so in awe. Thank <laughs> you so all. much for calling me the podcast guy. I love this. And he's <laughs> he's basically probably announced on stream that he's, uh, we haven't got a date yet, but he is going to come on the podcast at one point. Oh, yeah. So, you know, you might want to get him before me, otherwise I'm going to steal all the MCC questions. <laughs> That's <laughs> it. Join them all. Exactly. I mean, but like I said, you know, it, the, the offer's on the table if you ever feel like bringing it back. And, and I mean, I do everything for like the main part of the podcast, like schedule. I, I record yeah. every Monday and Wednesday at 7 p.m. It's always them set times. The only difference is I don't have like loads of events and stuff going on like you do, so it's a lot easier for me to do it. But you know, if you're ever able to record, you know, you can hand over and I can I can manage the rest if you 
if you're down. I'll reach out. I'll let you know. I'll let you know. Not to put you on the spot here. You don't have to say yes. Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> no, you know, of course, of course. Know, it's fine. Even if you never do, let me know. It's just like I'm just, I guess I'm just throwing out my my classic you know, CPK. I'll let you answers. know. Never let you know. I'll let you know. <laughs> Two years down the line. Oh, CPK, are you still do interested in the all things MCC podcast? <laughs> oh, what site is that? What site am I using to upload that again? I can't remember. I just goes out my bank every month. <laughs> exactly. Because <laughs> weren't you meant to do like a live one? Yes, yeah, so that's still that was on the cards. It was like uh, yeah, because like the yeah the the website that I use yes yeah, so it was supposed to come back live and that was actually that was supposed to be Fire Breathman's one uh, oh. but then it was supposed to come back during the subathon and then like subathons end up so like chaotically untimed yeah that by the time we'd got to it it was like I couldn't even make it happen if I wanted to in time so it's still on the car I like the idea of doing them live there's still a chance I will end up bringing them back as live instead it's just a fun way the only problem is like you know I think people like to do non-live podcasts because then they have the opportunity to like, like you, you know they can like rephrase an answer or you can reword a question or like live there's not as much opportunity to do that and i think that adds a bit of uh a bit of pressure to the guest especially i mean also to the host i mean like i i'm, I'm happy to kind of explain what the rundown is i give you before the podcast because i think people know about it anyways like, yeah. one of the things i say is if if like you know i edit the entire podcast people know this but if even if i ask you a question imagine live i ask you a question as a host and it makes you feel a bit uncomfortable and you're like oh i don't really don't really want to answer that and it's like oh <laughs> wow yeah, then sure. you know people people are watching it's like i get but i mean super Fred louise is doing a pretty good job with the UE podcast so you know very true very it's definitely true. possible to make it live so moving on then yes to another big topic and this is gonna i think move into one of the biggest topics you've had in the last few months Ooh. let's talk about smps oh yeah the smp guys here we're not gonna get to the big one just yet we're gonna save the best till last here and when i say yeah. best i mean more so just because it's most recent etc <laughs> yeah. so as far as i'm aware the most notable notable smp that you kind of started off in would be like you joined near the end of dream smp right yeah for sure and so you, i mean you still got involved in a lot of the role play you met you got involved in wasn't there like an egg law thing or something there was like an egg law thing yeah yeah you're you're pretty heavily involved in that you know you still got to interact with in quotation marks bigger creators in the dream smp yeah. before they kind of all stopped playing uh how did how did that come to be yes i mean this is i mean one of those things like i was always known as like the, the reason my content blew up back in the day was because i was the smp guy i was on smps with a, gr- a group of my friends and you know the stuff we started doing started doing well and crazy that was it we <laughs> yeah crazy craft was definitely the first big one and then after that like the whole group realized that we can just do different mod packs and you know have different smps every few months and we'd have like big smp for a few months then a little break and another smp for a few months and a little break and that sort of was the cycle for like probably five years maybe and it was great like, we loved doing that stuff it was super fun it just meant that my job was getting on and playing games with my friends which is like you know unreal Pretty cool um and then like i feel like the the dream smp was one of those things that sort of changed the landscape of how smps were looked at in a way i'm sure that there were servers before that were doing big role play stories and things like that but that was a completely new style of content to, to me you know we i never really did any role played stuff in smps it was all just very much like i was kind of like the prankster guy i didn't know anything about minecraft i'd just jump on and be like hee hee i'm an idiot and then <laughs> i'd just like mess around and make some sort of weird trap or a funny prank or something like that and then yeah it was like when dream and the guys got added to mcc that was my first real exposure to those guys and obviously that's how i learned about the dream smp and i saw that some people got added to the dream smp that were in mcc so i was like oh clearly they're still you know adding some people to it and i can't remember off the top of my head exactly who got in from it but i mean i know michael mcchill got added and i think that's where they met 
I want to say Eric, but I also, I could just be lying. I think Eric teamed with Dream and then Eric got added a few months after. And I always thought, oh, maybe there's a chance that I could get added, you know? So, I mean, I've said this before. I'm, I, I asked like multiple times if I could join. Like, I just, I asked. And it was one of those things where it was kind of like, uh, you know, we're not really adding anybody right now. Maybe that was true. Maybe they were being polite. I don't know. But it's, you know, it's one of those things. I asked because if you don't ask, you don't get. Like, if you don't ask a question, the answer is always no. Whereas like, if I ask the question, there's a chance the answer is yes. You never know. Um, then, yeah, one day I was just streaming. I was actually on the Ace Race practice server, running around, you know, as I as I did back then. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I just got a, I got a DM and it was like, here's the IP. <laughs> Welcome to the Dream SMB. Log in when you want. And I was like, oh, mad. Uh, <laughs> Obviously, I had to try not to react on stream, and uh, it was—I think it was pretty funny too because I like—I showed it to my stream by being like, "Oh, actually, before I end the stream, guys, I was like, I've been working on a pretty cool project. I just want to show you guys." And then like, I logged in in front of the community house on the SMP, and then just ended my stream, which I thought was maybe the funniest way to do it. But then yeah, like I, you know, I had a few, a couple of months of like lots of people tuning in because we we're playing Dream SMP. But my worry was that I was going to end up a streamer who like just jumped on and was on the SMP for no reason, and it was definitely quieter then. Um, me and Amesy got added at the same time, so me and Amesy definitely tried to have some interactions and stuff and I was most excited because I got on really well with Ponk and Ponk streamed at the same time as me so I could go on the SMP at the same time as Ponk now and okay. you know it was super fun and yeah I always tried to run some stories the easiest one like you said to get involved with was the egg law because bad boy Halo showed me around the server when I logged in so and there was like essence of law that they were doing when I logged in like they kept like glitching basically and doing all this stuff and so I just sort of jumped on the egg law part and I did a couple of bits of solo law around the egg and you know I had some other bits that I thought I was going to get to do but the, the SMP was essentially like on its way out you know it was it was like a quieter time people weren't really jumping on anymore and then we did all the finales and stuff and that was really it from that point um you know it was just I obviously I'm in a situation where I wish I got added earlier to have more time to meet people and play on the server when it was really busy like it would have been such a sick experience but you know I'm very grateful I got the opportunity to even be in it you know there's like what 30 odd people ever in it it's kind of cool to be a part of that group but yeah, I mean, I've always sort of been the SMP guy and this was a very different style of content for me and very like sort of, I saw it as like a cool challenge where I could try a different style of thing. So, you know, it was very cool for me. And then, I mean, I know you played in like other, like other events. I mean, we'll talk, sorry, other SMPs, I should say, sorry. And we'll touch on like Crazy Craftsman because there's a Twitter question about it. So I didn't want to touch on it too much. But, yeah. you know, like Dream SMP was, I mean, I never even knew you was in Dream SMP, in fact. Uh, so, really? Yeah, so Roman, Roman helps with the research. Most of this I already knew anyways, but Roman and helps like in a cement like how i see it is if we both find the same things it's a good thing to talk about yeah uh, so and and one of the things that she found was it was in dream smp i was like wait cpk was in that i never even knew because <laughs> I, I, yeah. I mean at this time it was like i was more of a bedrock content creator so i didn't really keep too much up with java uh, yeah. I, I have like memories of the dream smp but, like i remember watching it is what i'm trying to get at sorry and i remember seeing things that happened in dream smp which was quite cool but yeah i just i just never knew you was in it so fair play. yeah i was the last person to ever be added technically oh, te oh okay got you yeah like me and me and Amesy got added at the same time and I think technicality wise Amesy logged in after me making uh, them the last person but I'm gonna take it last person join join added though you know join, join last <laughs> the only Ooh. time you'll ever celebrate being last at something and drawing at the same time true <laughs> And then uh, more of your, like, I guess more, not notable ones, but just more recent ones to remember is uh, Power Creations. You was in Pirates SMP. Uh, you didn't really play that too much. You played it, but you didn't play it loads, did you? I guess that's because no, so it's also just been a busy year for you. The thing for me was with that is obviously I started off, so they did Rats SMP, and I was like, that's sick. But also I wasn't really making any SMP content, so I completely understood why I was never really, like, in contention for that. But I messaged Owen and was like, you know, I think what you're doing with Rats is really cool. I'd love to be a part of it. But, you know, they were already weeks into this this uh idea so 
uh, I was invited to be like a side character for one of the stories they were doing. So I was like a fox in a in a hole and they all came in and, you know, I got to interact with them all and have a bit of fun. And then because of that, when Pirates started, I actually messaged Owen again, being like, hey, I would love to be a part of Pirates. But again, it was like, a, they've got the cast. They've already tweeted the cast out at this point, basically. Because I think they could be wrong, but I think they announced it at TwitchCon or something. Or they announced well, it after uh, TwitchCon. Yeah, TwitchCon EU, they did the SMP panel. Yeah, and then so they announced Pirates. And obviously by that point, if they're announcing the event, they've probably got people in mind already. Um, so I just reached out again and was like you know i'd love to be a part of it in any way like i just love getting to join in with stuff like this so i got brought in as the recruitment officer uh, which meant on like day one pretty much i had a massive job of sorting out every single player into their faction and i had such fun with that and it was so much fun and like they both like said afterwards that i did a really good job and that i fit the role really well and then it was a few months later i got a message asking if i wanted to first of all come back one more time as the recruitment officer and then after that um would be added as a full-time pirate as a separate character okay. um which was super cool because that's like a very unusual way for it to happen almost i feel like so i was very grateful to get the opportunity and then pyrus was one of those ones where like i felt like i made sure i was at the lore events i definitely dabbled in some of the free roamy stuff and i think towards the end i was definitely on like you know a, a fair bit but one thing i struggled with a little bit was picking up on story stuff because i got added halfway through the season and like yes part of me could have gone back and learned more about that and that's that's on me of course but it was like a cool thing but like some people by the time i logged in i got added uh to my faction and at that point there was only i think four people in the faction and maybe two people or three people like actively playing oh, so okay. it became very difficult for me and like my faction um i know towards the end like i mean i think radun sort of stopped logging in much ofang was in and out story I mean, related was in the smp oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. so uh, Radunes was on, on my in my faction and oh. then at Crowfang who I think was in and out for story related reasons so it was yeah. me and Becky him on then me and Becky him on hilariously like pretty much only logged in at times when the other one was not on so we barely <laughs> interacted um, so but I loved Pirates because it was like super grindy like it might be a bit of a surprise here but I love like big grindy series like I could get on in the morning grab my quests and then go out for the day just sailing around completing quests like kill 10 creepers kill 7 skeletons and I was like this this is exactly what I love. So Pirates was sick, and I hope that whatever is planned in the future, I'm assuming there's going to be more. I'm assuming power creations aren't stopping. Hopefully, you know, I did enough in this series that I'm in contention to be in from the start. I would, I'd love the opportunity, but even if Owen came to me and said, hey man, like, we'd love for you to be this additional character, like, I'd still jump at it. Because I think that the, I think power is sort of changing the game at the moment on how SMPs are run. So... I'm uh, super excited. And this is why I love the podcast, because I've now gotten Apo's view, who is one of the owners, yep. Apo's view, who is heavily involved in law, now your view all in the span of four weeks. That's <laughs> great. It's so cool. Oh, man. It's, oh, I love the fucking Inside MC podcast. You just hear so many different <laughs> things. But yeah, no, you you were amazing. I remember, like, I, I, I lurk a lot in streams and stuff. Like, I, I'm an active chatter, but obviously with, like, I've been at my job for four months now, and, you know, when I was more active in your chat was when I was out of the job. I had a really rough yeah. work and now that i'm back at work like i tune in when i can but i've been on the closing shifts which is being a bit being a bit stinky uh, but you know i try <laughs> yeah. i kind of just slap them on sometimes just even to get my i mean i have like 50k channel points there's yeah a, <laughs> there's a part of me tempted to redeem only vip but there's a part of me that's like i kind of just want to keep the channel points i mean it's a big yeah. flex so i mean, love that to them. or maybe just be cruel as soon as someone redeems it i redeem it but also <laughs> <laughs> but you know overall like you know i i your your smp streams are really really cool and that brings us in 
into the big one where like Sir. your content has seen a massive change since and you know i'm not saying you look at the viewer accounts and nor do i really it's just hard to kind of not to notice it that you know you have capitalized on this and not in purpose like it is just passion and you can tell it's just passion but yeah. you have capitalized on this as well in yeah. a passionate way as i'm trying to get to the uh qsmp purgatory 2 yes sir uh you popped off have some of the funniest moments you're still making content about it, like watching all like videos talking about it and it, it doesn't get old it hasn't gotten old once again just yeah. uh, i haven't talked much recently because i see the thing is right i love talking in chats but when they get busy it's just like i just chill but yeah, sorry, yeah. my presence is there i just don't talk yeah. too much anymore you know like you popped off and it was amazing you got to the final sadly you know you got to the final with the crows but then it became a solo event which was damn <laughs> yeah it's tough it was tough a bit tough but like you know the lore and the friendships and stuff that you made along the way is, is what really matters there the best moments of like Tubbo literally standing above your base and not knowing where it was yeah and exactly it was crazy so you applied to qsmp purgatory 2 if i'm correct right uh t- actually i guess technically yes so i like i literally replied to a tweet <laughs> Which is That's the application? Like more mean, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I remember you saying, as like a, as like a possible idea or whatever, was uh, what if playing in QSMP Purgatory Two meant that uh, you never get invited to QSMP? Yeah. I have a question for you, and it's kind of an on the spot question, so you Go don't on. have to answer this if it's if it's a tough one to ask. <laughs> okay. Would turning back time three months? Yeah. Knowing that you would have been invited, you would have gotten to QSMP Purgatory Two in December, but with the additional knowledge, which isn't a fact i'm just making this up on the spot that in may you'd be invited to qsmp but in the same sense of how you were in dream smp yeah which would you have taken oh yeah that's, that's definitely tough because i've <laughs> had a conversation on stream about yeah obviously kind of i, I guess in, up a little bit though you know yeah like i, I mean yeah i think you might you might have even been there yeah i was like saying i never really considered that joining purgatory 2 like obviously my character mm, i guess technically dies i don't really know exactly what it was you never see my character die we just got whitelisted right so there's yeah there's there's no firm answer that we died right so i didn't think about it but then i'm like oh i guess technically if we die in purgatory like maybe we can never come into the main server and this got me like really questioning like oh my god like wait did i did i voluntarily give up a potential slot in the future um but i don't know i think it's tough i mean i would i'd say i'd probably i'd say i'd probably take i'd take purgatory um yeah because the 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 outreach and the the new people who have joined like my stream and my stream community from being in purgatory like the, the best thing that i got out of purgatory was not like increased viewership it wasn't like more people coming to my streams it was a mix of that and the the people that i met who were on my team um like that's the beautiful thing about purgatory is i said before i joined purgatory before i knew i was going like when i knew i was going in but i didn't know how it was going to work i would either like to be with like you know someone that i know to like have like amz on my team have sneak snag on my team have shovel on my team because then i have like a safety net who's a person that i know or I wanted it to be all content creators that I never spoke to in my life. And the QSMP pulled up. I literally got paired with uh, a team that was almost entirely Portuguese speaking, except for Aldo, who spoke Spanish. And I was the only, like, I think I was the only first language English speaker on the team. And I got voted as the leader of the team, which was wild. But I would never change that situation for anything. Like the people I met, even if like there was no increase in viewership, you know, like, let's say I did it, I had a big burst and it came back down to the same way it was before stream. I'm very grateful I get to stream in general. So having the people who are always there just be there anyway would be amazing the thing that i've made now is like friends with these people and like we're not we're not like tweeting each other about being friends like a you know some sort of show like we chat on discord this is what i was talking about earlier where like uh want who was on my team like i'm hopefully flying out to like portugal to to 
meet him and hang out. And the thing is that the whole team pretty much might be getting like crow tattoos. We all spoke about it. Um, so we're going to see like if maybe me and one will get the crow tattoo together while we're out there or, you know, there's, there's so much cool stuff that's happened. And one of them is that I got to learn so much about, you know, like Brazilian culture, Portuguese culture, Spanish culture, which is like culture I'm not familiar with. And as you probably know now for the last like 16 days, I've been learning Portuguese and yeah. I've been like trying to take that in because so much of the community who found me now are from different places. They're from Brazil, they're from Portugal, they're from France, they're from Spain. And it's so cool to me that like these people are, you know, taking the time to come watch my streams and they appreciate what I do. And it's very fun for me to be able to learn about their cultures and their languages and stuff like that. So it's, I don't think I could ever change the option to have taken purgatory, man. Even if I knew I was getting in the QSMP, like, you know, I'm, I'm fingers crossed that one day I can still snag an invite somehow. I don't know how, but <laughs> I'm ready and waiting. I'm ready and waiting. That's the thing, like, when people think of, like, growth, right? Or when you say, like, oh, I know you didn't say that. I'm just saying in a sense of, like, when I'm like, oh, it affected you really well with growth. Yeah, yeah. Example, right? Everyone always narrows that down and instantly thinks it means by view account or it means by, like, recognition. But, like, growth isn't, for instance, with the podcast, right? The podcast hasn't over, the, I mean, it's, it's gained more watch time. But over the past, like, few months, it hasn't really gained much more views. It's gained subscribers. It's gained followers on Twitter. But there's nothing, like, stand out crazy. It's, I, I always appreciate appreciate it 100 there's nothing that stands out like oh my god he's blown up like 10k subscribers after announcing cpk for example right yeah but growth is also in a sense of we talked for a little bit before the podcast we had we had a pretty cool conversation i'd like to say i enjoyed it anyways yeah for sure and you know i i got to talk to you about stuff that like you would never talk you would have never known and we would have never ever probably talked about unless we'd sat down and talked today and that's yeah. the thing with with the whole like with the whole for instance like qsmp situation is like people narrowed growth down to account but growth is also now in a sense of you know you've made portuguese friends you're now flying out to portugal to meet up with somebody of portuguese speaking friends or spanish speaking friends you're now flying out to portugal uh you're you know you're now learning portuguese that's growth in itself but you would have if you had never increased in people too maybe you would have learned portuguese at one point but where would have the most where would the motivation be to do it you now yeah. have the motivation to do it and that's that's growth that's you're now learning a new language that's growth yeah no 100 and like you said like with the growth thing like there's obviously no doubt like yeah i'm very grateful more people are tuning into my stream like, that's very cool uh, because i've been doing this for so long you know it's it's always nice when there's a wave of people who come check it out i feel like my streams in the last couple of weeks especially since purgatory have been some of the best i've ever done because i'm just super excited that people are discovering my channel and like you know stuff like that so it's it's very fun for me but i feel like it's allowing me to explore what i do on stream and you know i haven't really played minecraft in like over a week like i, I dabbled with some pocket warrior the other day but you know i've been playing like trombone champ and valorant and I'm seeing a big uptick of people who are there for like me as a streamer um, versus who are there for like certain games and both are completely okay. It's just that it's very cool to see an increase in people who are there for me and what I'm doing. So, you know, I I'll I'll be forever in QSMP Purgatory's debt for the uh, the opportunities that it's presented me with people and with, you know, a new audience who have come to see my streams. And and you and it couldn't have happened to someone who deserves it more. I mean, yeah, oh, like obviously everyone who got it deserves it, but like I don't know, it's nice to see cuz I, I I guess I always have this thing as well of like I guess it's it's part, a partial coping mechanism, but in my head it makes sense. It's like you could be the best content creator in the world, but you know it, you you could make the absolute best content, right? But yeah 
people who may enjoy your content don't even know you exist like, yeah, you know and that's not your fault you can do your best to like for instance the podcast i can do my best to constantly pump out content but if people don't know the podcast exists they're not going to know about me yeah i'm curious and people are too kind of opened you up to a whole new community of like i mean i see the replies to your tweets on people yeah, who have never interacted you before and they absolutely love you and it's like shit yeah <laughs> you know it's, 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 it's that opportunity fun. being handed to you is like because it has now given people like who would have always liked your content now like they've now found you kind of thing yeah no 100 like i said a lot of that is down to being on the team i was with and you know these these people are coming across from other communities and i know i know a lot of people that chat in my stream now come from once community because once stream super late and also maybe i'm really stupid but i didn't know that portugal was literally in the same time zone as us maybe i'm just dumb i have no idea well the um, exact same yeah, time zone the exact same time zone bro oh because i know spain's two hours ahead yeah so apparently portugal's in the same time zone as us, unless Never i'm completely mind. wrong i'm just as silly then <laughs> hold on uh just like google like okay. what time is it uh, okay so yeah in, in lisbon and all of mainland portugal the time during the winter months is the equivalent of gmt and then in the summer it's plus one but right oh, now it's the exact okay. same so that, okay so maybe i'm not as entirely as stupid as i thought i thought it was like all the time so but yeah like and then you know like now these people are like oh cpk seems pretty cool want doesn't stream till midnight and cpk streams literally 10 hours before him i've got some time let's watch him you know that's that's the opportunities that i'm being given and the opportunities i'm taking like you said like uh you know like i'm sort of taking this opportunity with both hands and i'm doing a lot of stuff about the qsmp and i'm watching the lore and part of that yes is come oh people love to watch it but also like the qsmp is one of the coolest concepts i think that's ever existed so i've just got nearly a year's worth of lore and videos to go through the playlist that i'm watching right now has 607 videos in and oh, we're about geez. 26 in so you know we got a long time worth of content coming <laughs> you know you you become a big fan of bolas God, I've of course that. bolas is bolas how yeah. do you pronounce it am i butchering it, is, it? it is bolas no no it's bolas oh, yeah, it's just right the first yeah, I, time. Okay. I was just shocked to find out it's just like the word balls <laughs> in in portuguese which is great so yeah I that mean, did lead to like some crazy roleplay stuff and now i just have like a gas mask next to me all the time i don't really know what to do with it anymore just wear it on stream why not this is like a val full value on stream i wear on a gas mask why not <laughs> viper cosplay mate it's easy <laughs> <laughs> exactly you can uh, yeah exactly you can go to events that, like comic-con and stuff and cosplay it's easy <laughs> but uh you know like with, with that I, I guess that was a strong inspiration as well for like how kind of crows were in USMP Purgatory too. Obviously, not like word for word, bar for bar, but I'd like to say, you know, you became a big fan of watching them. So I'd like to, I assume it had a bit of an impact. Yeah, like, I think what was cool is obviously like, yeah, the, I feel like the Bolas were the most, like everyone was talking about it. Like, why was I not reacting to like the other teams and stuff? And I was. It's just that like Bolas was the most clipped team by a very long way. You know, there was, there was so many videos of them, so many clips. And I just thought as a group, they were hilarious. They were so fun to watch. And then like, it wasn't even like directly, it didn't even like impact directly i don't think because i was the only one who really learned all about the lore i think like the other guys didn't know too much about it it just so happened that we sort of became the uh like personality equivalent of the bolas team i think <laughs> like we were just having a lot of fun we kept screaming kakor for absolutely no reason and like the same way they would scream bolas like we just had so much energy and so much fun and you know we would we were sitting with each other 12 hours a day so i mean you know we all became pretty friendly pretty fast and it was just it was just a super cool experience like i really wouldn't change it for anything and like i spoke about this on stream a little bit but like i didn't know what my future was for streaming like after january like numbers and stuff were down and i was leaving misfits so like i didn't have a retainer anymore so like it's one of those things where it's like is this enough to be my full-time income and the answer was no and like this has opened so many doors and you know people have been so kind and supportive and like you know like we said i have seen a, a big increase in sort of average viewership and that's basically allowing me to keep this as my job which is nuts so i'm uh, i'm super grateful like quackity doesn't even know also i don't know how much quackity had to even do with the decision making by the way it could have been a team that did it i have no idea um yeah. but whether it was quackity or whether it was the team that made the decision like they have no idea 
what a massive lifeline they threw me without even realizing they were doing it. So uh, I'm I'm going to be eternally grateful to that team. Thank you to anyone who who impacted <laughs> exactly the QSMP. There we go. Easiest way, easiest way to do it. <laughs> <laughs> do you have any more to talk about on on the QSMP purgatory topic? Then, or do you think we've pretty much covered all of it? I mean, yeah, I think I think purgatory was like one of those things where it just it, it came and went in a flash. You know, it was like five days, but it really just flew. And I mean, like I said, our big thing even on the last day when we we had a pretty a big indication that it was going to be individual players like they really didn't tell us just to clarify here in case anyone thought it was like their stream acting like we really didn't know but there was a lot of hints that led it to sound like we were probably going to be individuals in the last day so when we made it so it was like all four crows in the final four like no matter which one of us won man we were going to be excited i am still losing sleep over the fact i got to the final room first and there was no doors oh man i still lose sleep over it but like as soon as we knew it was all four crows any one of us who won would just have been grateful that it was one of our team man like even though it was individual the, the biggest thing we won was like the fact we made such good friends with each other and uh, Aldo spoke about it after he won and he was like it's not even the winning it's like the people that he met along the way and like how much fun we had over those five days you know so yeah it was it was unreal and uh I, yeah I really don't think I could I really don't think I'd change that opportunity for anything honestly putting that quote really into perspective uh, friends yeah no 100 way kind of thing exactly that's exactly what it was <laughs> I mean it was just an unlucky scenario but maybe once again it's a case of everything happens for a reason who knows maybe not in this exactly. case but yeah I, I, being positive <laughs> yeah, right? time, who knows Sure, exactly. just, just being positive. <laughs> and then, I guess just partial other things, uh, 2023, all in all, was an amazing year for you. Uh, you know, you got, like, so you've had so many cool opportunities, so many cool scenarios. Uh, you know, one of them was, like, led to the podcast being postponed, which I guess in a sense, I, I've got to say thank you because it worked out so much more beneficial. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? so, it like, did. Thank you for postponing me. That's great. <laughs> uh, but I guess, like, one of the big things that once again happened recently was, like, you, you got to interview Zack Snyder, which is... Yeah. Yeah, what this the is, heck? yeah, it's it's a nice one, and I think everyone knows. Like, I started off with this joke that I'm like the busiest streamer outside of stream, and like the more I say it, the more I realize it might not be a joke. Hundred percent true. So, like, you know, I go to a lot of events and stuff like that. And what's hilarious is actually, I think it was when we were supposed to do this. It was that it ended up clashing with the day I was supposed to go for my Christmas dinner with like friends and family, and then I actually just got so sick that I was at home. But I felt so bad because it was like two days before I was meant to go, and we'd already agreed to do the swap. That I was like, oh, I can't tell you because I'd feel terrible. Uh, so. <laughs> I actually was wrapped up in bed on the day in the end that was when we were supposed to do it. Um, uh, but as you said, it worked out well because then in that time period, like JSMP Purgatory happened and we had a whole bunch of new stuff to, to chat about. So. Oh, wait, yeah, I remember. I actually, yeah, because um, it's funny enough because when you told me about it, because obviously I know why, I don't know, I don't know if it's public. I, don't like I know you just kind of touched on it there, but yeah, as to, as to why it was postponed. Now, I remember sitting there and then like you didn't go live and I was like, hmm. <laughs> and then you came yeah. on like a tweet saying about being really on one. I was like, oh, okay, that, that kind of sums it up as to why like it the podcast i mean like once again i guess that's also part of as the reason as to why it turned out all right in the end was also because we didn't want you doing an ill podcast really did oh, no of course like, i was coughing like crazy but yeah it, the, the zach Snyder thing came about it was super cool i mean i go to a lot of film premieres i get a lot of opportunities where i get to go and you know like walk a carpet watch a film early all that cool stuff and then uh, one of the people who sent me to that actually just messaged me and was like hey man like we have an opportunity for you to work the carpet if you want to so i got to set up a live stream and basically try and grab anyone who i could but i mean it was quite a split on the day you know there was all the actual journalists who were there um doing recordings and like uh, they never really <laughs> yeah well well i would think so but the, the like actors and stuff only made it halfway down basically because like they obviously have advisors with them and the advisors would be like oh you know this is so and so from this and then there was just this group of us stood in the 
corner and we were all from like Twitch and TikTok and stuff. And it's like, ah. <laughs> um, but like what we had guaranteed was uh, two minutes with Zack Snyder, which was super cool. And I was actually really grateful too. I got to interview the composer as well, which was mad. Uh, and that, that was super cool. I mean, obviously, I mean, people don't know this, but I had like a, a very, very poor background in music journalism when I was younger. I started a music journalism company when I was 15. And I just want, honestly, I basically just wanted to stop paying for gig tickets. Um, so <laughs> I made a, back then, obviously it was a Facebook page with like our details on and I would just email band managers and be like, hey, like I'm this small outlet and we want to interview the band on tour. Is there any chance of doing it? And there was always like, yeah, cool. And with that, you would sort of get tickets to the show as well. <laughs> and it was like really cool. And I sort of fell in love with interviewing bands and stuff. I did it for about two years in the end. And then, yeah, it was weird because then like roll on nine, 10, 11 years. And I've got an opportunity to start doing some interviews again. And I did, I think I did three junkets this year, which is like where you interview cast or directors of movies before the film comes out. Um, and then I got to do the Zack Snyder one. And that was just like wild. I was doing it live and they had like two or three questions and it was just nuts experience, but very, very fun. And something that I definitely do as like a passion project. You know, I, I think the way things have changed now in like content creator space is that like everything sort of has to say ad if you're, if it's a gifted experience about something. So I think I, I worry that people think I'm getting paid like eight times a week from all these like deals. But the ads now just mean like I was given an opportunity basically. So I hope it never comes across like I'm taking all these opportunities and be like, yeah, money, 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 money. Because it's just, <laughs> it's just that I get the opportunity to go do it. And as soon as it's... I can't remember the exact terms, but it's as soon as it's like brand related, it's now an ad. So getting to meet Zack Snyder was wild, but also I think technically an ad, which is just funny. <laughs> Man, I'd do that for free. If they like, if they, if they paid, if they paid for it and free, I wouldn't expect any money from that. Just no, well, that's it. It's more like, ex it's more like experiences, right? It's like yeah. money can't buy experience. So I'm always very grateful for those kind of opportunities because it's, I don't know what I want to do next in my free time. Like, I'd love to get into some presenting work or some interviewing work and having these kind of connect as like a showreel. So it's, um, a great opportunity for me for sure will you uh will you ever reveal your secrets will you ever reveal well, how you get to go to all of these or no oh i, re I reveal it all the time man like oh. honestly i just ask <laughs> um so the first premiere i ever got to go to was a warner brothers one uh i don't even remember what film it was honestly uh actually that's a lie the first one ever was captain america civil war oh. um and i got to go to that because i was technically signed to disney through youtube i was signed to maker studios disney Bro, bought what? maker <laughs> yeah so i I was, I was sent to maker and then maker got bought by disney and then disney cut loads of creators but they kept some of us and so i got to go to some like disney events we got to host a private screening of like coco before it came out like super cool but then because i went to that i was like oh that's kind of fun i want to do more of that so i just i just i actually brought this up on stream the other day i tweeted warner brothers just being like hey like i see you doing stuff with my friends all the time i'd love to come to some screenings and they sent me a dm and was like hey email this email and we'll talk about it and then from there i just met people on the carpets and i met new contacts and i just started asking to go to stuff and then once you're sort of on an invite list you stay on it sort of until you stop making content about it really so super cool yeah so all i gotta do is email and say yo i run a podcast i can do interviews can i it's literally that i mean unless you've ever done it right now the only answer you're ever gonna get is no because you're not asking man exactly, i'm telling you i'm true. a i'm a believer in asking for stuff it's just about knowing where to email where to ask i don't know i mean i've said one thing and there's one goal i really want to do and I, I would love to go to the minecraft movie premiere and i'd love to oh go yeah as for like, sure as like under inside mc i'd really yeah. want that because i mean i have interview i'd like to say i know like a podcast is having a conversation but i'm asking I'm this podcast I'm asking all the right questions yeah, I mean this is I would consider this interview experience for sure but I'd like to say I have very much a solid background in it now and especially with like you know I, I've now had you on Fruitberries alongside like I've had a lot of big names on so yeah 
No, for sure. We don't talk too much on how you used to make music, but the timing is getting really, really slim here. So we are going to have to it go is. to the Twitter questions. I mean, if That's you're it. interested, you could come back on in the future and we could have another conversation. Oh, I'm down, man. We got so much more to talk about still. There's so much we've missed. And who knows, like by, by like the end of the year, for example, if I bring you back on even next year. I mean, I'm hoping to go to both Twitch cons. We might have interacted in person. Uh, exactly. Like even if it's just a simple hello, there's still something else to talk about the interacting in person. So you know, we can, we can yeah, save no, it there'll, there'll, there'll be more to talk about for sure. Okay, cool. Right. Great question then cpk and then, uh, and then i'll yes. let you go stream sorry sorry any anyone who's waiting for that stream you're listening to this podcast it's my <laughs> fault okay and i'm more than it's happy for you to man. blame me <laughs> that's all good i have three here and uh, you can answer these as openly or as quickly as you like completely fine with me uh the first one comes from not justin uh they're the they're the owner of minecraft mania Ooh. was the war in crazy craft smp scripted or was it random and how did people choose sides uh-huh. wow <laughs> wow they won the old tea okay um so uh honestly no it really wasn't scripted like back then the only person who ever even really scripted i think any parts of most of their videos was like ollie ollie had a lot of funky ideas back in the day uh and they sort of had to be written out there was definitely some like conversations about teaming and stuff so like it, you know it wasn't all like everyone was on one side or anything um but there was never really any set discussion over you are this and you are this like we did those little campaigning bits you know where we went around and placed posters well ollie did posters every where I went around and asked a bunch of people and then we just sort of like made a you know it was just like a do you want to be on this team sure do you want to be on this team sure but yeah the there was like thing for the war and I mean you, really you are asking questions from a long time ago yeah, now. No. <laughs> um, if I remember rightly we had like a rough idea of how we wanted it to go like it was like oh well, we need to be at point A then we need to go to point B then we need to go to point C because you know I mean that's just otherwise it was like it was like 20 content creators running around screaming at each other we mostly just screamed war for the first 10 minutes and hit each other a bit um so it wasn't really scripted it was just sort of like here's the start here's the end we need to make sure we get there in some way um but it really was one of the most chaotic recordings i've ever done even to this day and i think it shows in the footage honestly i mean if you're brave enough to go back and watch god like bad microphone <laughs> yeah like bad bad microphone pretty much everybody really they all had like much worse equipment and stuff but yeah the general answer is no it was not it was not scripted it was just let's was see what happened if we all if we all get together and actually just try and fight each other <laughs> and it turned out to be something clearly memorable memorable because a few people actually brought up questions about crazy craft smp so yeah it is it is one of those things where like i mean that was the that was the smp that blew up my channel to the point where i could take it as a job man so like that everyone always asks me like what's your favorite smp and like it's very easy for me to say uh crazy craft because it yeah, turned my hobby into a job man like it's you know and then everything that i did there led me to this and it really is a bizarre experience like i get like imposter syndrome vibes all the time i'm like how am i doing this what is going on why am i here <laughs> so it's it's very very cool that it all came from me messing around with my mates playing minecraft i think i had, I had imposter syndrome the other day when i was like thinking about like who i've had coming on podcast and who i might have i was like <laughs> oh like i had him on having on the podcast but like is this the end of it is this the only connection i make is talking to him but you know yeah we'll see we'll see what happens uh, you'll see it happens <laughs> uh but yeah i mean that's another topic that we didn't touch on but we'll, we'll touch on it next when you come back on in the future we will. i'll be go, back so. i'll be back <laughs> uh the next one comes from shorky uh what era has been your favorite throughout the years 
is and i guess like error of content they will probably I, they probably did say content i forgot to write it down but we'll just say that what error of content has been your favorite for other years oh man uh i mean that's definitely uh, it's definitely tough because i think for me and like even my, my friends agree like all my friends from like the youtube group like you know lizzie joel scott ollie like that whole gang everyone sort of agreed when i moved to when i moved to streaming like the sort of a general agreement was like man you are you are really well suited for streaming like with with youtube stuff i always needed help like i needed editors i i wasn't very good at editing myself i had to help with ideas you know i i sometimes struggled to make the videos that i thought i could make whereas like live i feel like i thrive so like i love the live environment i think it's funny like if i'm not funny or i'm bad at something like there's no hiding it like that's just it it's out there and it's just about how i handle the situation you know um so that's definitely like it i mean it's hard not to say like those times when it was between like when my friends were just like overall just making smps and taking a break then doing an smp then taking a break like you know going back to like crazy craft and then roll craft and at one point i dabbled in my own smp that i made up called cute craft like those days are wild and i was just playing minecraft with my friends all day and that was my job so i'd have to throw it back to like the old school smp era man like that's truly one of the greatest times on youtube i think and obviously part part of that is definitely going to be the nostalgia everyone loves a good nostalgia hit but like and so you know i'm probably seeing it a little bit skewed but it's got to be between the old school smp era for me when like me and all my friends just hung out played games all that stuff and the the switching the transition period between like youtube and twitch for me because that was just so fun like learning how to stream and then seeing if i could take a run at it and getting a schedule and playing games and having live interaction you know it's definitely between those two eras but i don't think i could pick i really don't yeah i mean you can say two i'm not gonna hold you to one i'm not gonna make you pick. thanks mate <laughs> I'm, I'm happy i'm happy with that answer and they they can be happy with it too my podcast such a actually. kind host <laughs> <laughs> if they're not happy with it too bad i'm the host i i ask a, i ask a question so they're not happy with me they can they can tweet me and ask me specifically for one i'll try my best <laughs> uh and the final one comes from blue eyes 80 if you were officially part of bolas what would your role be <laughs> oh god i know i butchered the name again i'm sorry uh, okay, I clearly no no i mean that is just tough because i mean what were any of their roles <laughs> i mean yeah from what i watched true. from, no, from the right, stuff actually, i watched yeah. it was just like 90 percent chaos and then like can we role play our way out of this and like for the most part the answer ended up being yes yeah, you can okay so um, let's just take that as your answer then that'd be your role I mean, chaos and can we roll my way out of it <laughs> chaos and grinding like i think if someone grinding, if, if someone yeah. in bolas just said to me oh yeah, i need five thousand cobblestone like i'm the guy to go and just get it man like for sure <laughs> i mean you proved tabo wrong he, he said you could exactly hack it very much hacked that you had to bed and he did so he said i wasn't ready for 10 hour streams i was doing 14 hours a day bro it's and crazy. you shut him down <laughs> i did he didn't know he was speaking to it at the end of the day exactly let's put some respect <laughs> on my name young Tavo he was not familiar with my game <laughs> oh jeez Tavo you're gonna have to drop a diss track on CPK now oh god yeah. <laughs> it's, it's over GG's there we go then I, I think I think that brings the end of the Inside MC podcast Ooh, that is nine good timing I reckon <laughs> yeah, that, was a, that was a hefty one that was a hefty one I liked it that was good fun man honestly like if I didn't have this other thing to do we could have chatted for hours but I I'll definitely I mean, come back on again for I'm sure I'm happy to yeah when you come back on I mean I can hopefully who knows this might even be full time by the end of the year unlikely but if it is then you know we could always start early in the day and just go on for a while if you if you were down to no 100% 100% also Man United just got a penalty against Wigan this is good news <laughs> 
one nil up as well, isn't they? They are, they are. Yeah, it was so. a great goal from Dallow, actually, edge of the box. I, I have, I have, uh, I have, I only have the notifications, and I'm on airplane mode, <laughs> so you know, there's actually a few messages I haven't responded to from two hours ago. Oh, well, Na- Na- Nathan Fernandez has just gone down like a wet towel, bless him, but he did uh, get clipped. He gets <laughs> yeah, I, guess gonna, I mean, Man City just uh, just drew Spurs in round four, didn't they? So oh, oh that's, that's a tough, that's tough draw. Opponents. Yeah. Jeez, I, I thought oh. I was going to get like I don't know Oxford United. I know, they're not even in round four. But if they were, then they probably were. They were good run. <laughs> right, I got uh, to head, mate. Quickly before yeah. I, I I like to give the outro. I was going to say I like to give the outro for for you to to promote yourself. So before you oh, run, lovely. Uh, just, I run? Yeah, but, but like who like where can we find you? Your ads on YouTube, Twitch, well, that kind of jazz. So. All right, uh, yeah, amazing. So yeah, I've been CPK. You can find me on literally every social media by the handle at CPK. It's S E A P W E K A Y, except for TikTok, where I've got the three-letter username T P and K. The goat. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, but yeah, I, I stream pretty much daily. Uh, it's been super fun being on the podcast. Again, I promise you, I will come back on. Still got so much to talk about. No, to talk about. Uh, <laughs> so, but I mean, at this point, we are what about two and a half hours in? We have been recording for yeah, two hours twenty minutes plus, I guess, the thirty-minute convo. The little, yeah, little thirty-minute chat. So. <laughs> That's it. So I need to pee. Stream. Thanks for having me. It's been amazing, Thank and you. I'll be back on a future episode. Perfect. This has been Inside MC. Thank you for watching. Stay safe. Don't eat too much bread. Quickest outro I've ever done. Pieces. Quickest outro I've ever done. Pieces. Ooh.